0: the paranoid american homunculus owner's manual not for the faint of heart available now from paranoid american get your copy at tjojp.com or ParanoidAmerican.com today
1: you know what i'm saying now to all those out there trying or is thoroughly representing the hip-hop way of life bring it on bring it on
2: Yeah, we back on the map for real, we be the ones your BB gun can't pierce my force field no. Ninja suit, disguise generals, blood spilling Filling up Olympic-sized swimming pools with attitudes. When we swing, you better think quick No, it ain't a thing, y'all get extinguished Damn. I'm a delinquent who can't think straight or focus Drank from the Red River and ate some locusts. Yeah. self titled magic most in the Dutch faster. Speed the song up, shouty, you'll get f- faster It really sucks that you're a rapper, but that's okay Here's a lie for you, my cat won't spray So pass the Jose, hey Queer vol and prepare for the Rubik's Cube And baritone as the concert. I am God's reincarnation director, changing from a flea to a red hot chili pepper. So who's a hot stepper when you can't walk on lava or get stretched out like Spaghetti Basta? We got heavy choppers and some free chippers, paper shredders that shape heads to a wee critter. This is the city of Tampa, we speak a grandma, I'll send a card to your grandma with a heart and some handcuffs. So how you so damn tough, put your hand up and get a high five with a hand truck. Go
1: get some I'll kill everyone. Should I still this damn hold tight? This is the last time I battle Your wife is on my Too many cats be acting Screaming, talking sheep When y'all can't afford this speech That's why y'all three I'm sleeping. none of them Got released You think you run it? I run up sunny kids Like vampire punishment Jump inside the heart To hit the blunt again Dumb, hot, mumbling Y'all
3: sound redundant Word after word And y'all steady saying that If you're the so I'm recording No, you're not We're not even live yet it's This is fine, live. dude This is what people Tune into my feed for To get the Before the before.
4: Oh, so you've been giving people exclusive sneak previews to every episode. And you're drinking a Mike's Hard Lemonade.
5: Mother.
3: Yeah, I like that shirt. That shirt goes hard, bro. You see that shirt that Mark has on?
5: Nah, he's not on the video right now.
3: (laughs) Yo, peep it when he comes back, bro. (laughs)
5: I'll peep it. I'll peep it out, dude. Put my glasses on, you know what I'm saying?
3: I'm about to go get my glasses too, bro.
4: Alright, now we're ready to go. Y'all yeah, like that shirt. Thank you. It's it's pops on the live stream here. So we got a lot of shit that we're gonna talk about today. And we also I've I've surprised you guys since this is our first live stream ever that we're officially planning on doing, hopefully every other Tuesday, I thought we would do something fun and different so i have a rotating group of people that are going to jump on the show some you may be familiar with some you definitely haven't met yet but we're (laughs) going to be live by ourselves for the first half an hour or so and then we're going to start to bring people in and out and maybe we'll even get some live chatters to join in
3: yeah i saw there's a few there's a bunch of people in the chat bro there's 16 people waiting holy shit
4: We got people chatting already.
5: Is there a smokable homunculus? Is
4: that the first topic?
5: (laughs) (laughs) We could do that. I mean, we could smoke one? Like, dude, have you ever seen that movie, How High? Mark, smoke your boy, dude. (laughs) You just got
3: a copy of Jenny Fleck, right? Uh.
5: Wait, was that professional yeah. change the topic style? Yeah, I have it.
3: I have, have it. Book, dude? You got that from, from Michael? Yeah. Bro, that that book is worth a lot of fucking money, dude. I know. Like a lot of money.
5: Wait, Juan. Are you are you do you do you do this to your friends and family at all times? Just change the topic like that 90 degrees. Yeah, we're
4: starting right now. So we'll talk about this in a second. Let's make sure that we're yeah, we're live. <laughs> Can you hear the motorcycles behind me, baby? And that's perfect timing because I'm greased up. I got gasoline pumping in my veins and I'm ready for the first ever Illuminati confirmed live stream here on the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast. And I got my number one co-host of all time with me. My main man hitting the slopes hard, Chris Price. And then my main man down south, the gator homunculologist himself, Juan
1: Ayala
0: Illuminati confirmed. Can I get a? (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) Gotta get rid of those buttons.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Gotta hit all the fucking buttons, bro. Yeah, and they're I'm saying so, no sound. What's and going I'm on? I'm so
4: glad that Juan recorded it because I just realized that we didn't have sound. But that's okay. This is our first live stream. Yeah, they can't, can't hear us, Mark. They can hear us now. I just recorded fixed it because I just realized I it. we it didn't now. have sound. But they should okay. be able to hear. It this now. is our. There's a delay with the chat, you know, so that. We'll make sure. Listen, we're off to a rocky start, okay? We're off to a rocky start. Can you ask for a better hosted intro than that? I just did a. See, look, there you go. Thank you so much. So, our people are here. You just went hard in the paint.
3: In that intro, bro, I'm going to give you that. You went fucking hard in the paint just now for no fucking reasons. <laughs> no, you recorded it. I recorded record it. Yeah. That's Thank fine. goodness.
4: Okay, cool. I just went hard in the paint. Everybody saw it. Nobody heard it. If you were wondering, I just did a Joe Biden impression. So anyways, here we are on Illuminati Confirmed. Doing a live Illuminati shit.
0: Confirmed.
4: We're going to be coming to you twice a month now from here on out. And we're hopefully going to do every episode live, depending on the guest and the scheduling. We'll hopefully be able to do it here on Tuesdays. Tuesdays will be our night.
3: What do you think about that, Juan, Chris? Sounds like a plan, bro, it was my idea, so it's fucking awesome. <laughs>
5: Yeah, there must be something in Florida that makes people just fucking Looney Tunes, dude. There is. It's
3: the energy field here by the Bermuda. There's a reason the Bermuda Triangle, just just the yeah. tip, is right off the coast of Florida. And if you're not that prepared,
5: that's Florida's like a, a saying. Just the tip. That was good. Dude. <laughs> just just the tip of the just the tip down there is uh, in the Bermuda Triangle. I heard this the other day. It goes, uh, they thought instead of, like, what, off the coast on the east coast, it might go over to the west coast or something of Florida.
3: Mm. Wait, who, what are you talking about, the, the Bermuda Triangle?
5: The Bermuda Triangle, yeah.
3: Well, it goes, it's off the coast of Miami. But the point being that it, that it puts out a certain type of energy, you feel me? So if you're not prepared, it does give you mental... Illnesses and that's the Florida man. They can't take in. They're just like they're like they're like Mark at the beginning, like let's
6: get ready to
3: like a hundred percent all the fucking time, which you don't you can't be a hundred percent all the time, bro. You know what I mean? Do you
5: think do you guys think that Hulk like the Hulk was kind of a homunculus, like a Florida type homunculus, like a green one. Bro,
3: what's with you in the homunculus topic, dude? Are you like this is this is you always bring it up. We always go no, back I, to the homunculus, dude. No, yeah, we're no about reason. to be no. homunculus confirmed,
4: a new podcast.
5: <laughs> no reason. You know what I mean? No reason. No, no reason?
4: reason. I could see I could see that. The whole kind of could be like a golem or something. Where yeah,
5: you, he's like the a homunculus that lives inside you. You yeah I mean?
3: well, we yeah. all have homunculus that live inside of us, all you. right well, let's switch gears because the queen died, and she was a homunculus 100 percent she's not
4: our queen, but she's Chris's queen because Chris was born in her land. you were born on her property, bro, so how do you feel about your queen bee uh dying? now, the hive is being led by some fucking fat-handed dude named
3: King
5: Charles. How dare you? And bow it, <laughs> and you might bow down to your queen, dude. You know what I'm saying? Wait, like, what do
3: you? What'd you say that you were born where, Chris? What?
4: I yeah, Chris know. was born in the in the British territory, dude.
5: Not, it's a U.S. territory.
4: <laughs> oh, you lived in a British territory for some time.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. was where? Montserrat. Where's that? In the Caribbean.
3: Wow, dude you you're a Illuminati confer you're a lizard person, mm. you're the homunculus of the queen, dude. What? That should be the new that should be our new thing, like mm-hmm. a live come tune in live homunculus right it's here. It's
5: crazy though. I mean this this woman did like right she did like basically like kind of like my question is like right she she ran the world right supposedly, but do you do it? Is it through like? like business like because a lot of people say oh the, the the queen runs the world through like america pays tax to her she owns you know oil drilling rights and mineral rights and all these things and stuff and it's like um you know like maybe east india corporation which was the name of the company i was looking for on the last podcast i couldn't remember it's like maybe they just legitimized in their uncertain business you remember at the end of godfather immobilari Oh, you bitches oh. haven't even. Bro, seen is that, that you're that old, dude. You gotta
3: remember, me and Mark are in our 20s still, dude. We're not like 57. Yeah, yeah dude.
5: So the end of the godfather, you fucking <laughs> pussy. Because you're a fucking bitch if you haven't seen the godfather. Hey.
4: <laughs> We're so, live on dude. YouTube, okay? Watch the language.
5: Alright, so you fucking vagina. If you haven't seen it, they get at the end of the <laughs> strike. <laughs> they get uh they get into business. They get the mob gets so big that they get into business. With the uh, Catholic Church, the Vatican. And it's like that the company they start is called the Mobilari.
3: That's right? not a conspiracy either. That's real life.
5: Exactly. Well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, Camorra uh, or what, whatever they're called and the, S- the Sicilians and stuff. It's like, you got to think that shit is pretty, like, I mean, fucking powerful people, like, n- you know, rub shoulders like anywhere in time and space, right? So, I mean, if you're in like Rome, and you're, like, an ill businessman or, like, super high up in the church, like, I don't know, maybe you guys are eating the same steak restaurant or some shit, you know? what? Up, you know? Who knows? Mm. Maybe you guys are pedophiling the same children. You know? Who knows? <laughs>
7: Jeez. Nice! Yeah, let's not
3: talk about that on air.
7: Speaking
4: of which, we got our first Illuminati confirmed story that I want to present to Illuminati
0: confirmed. Okay.
4: I'm going to share this in the chat. Juan, you're going to have to screen share it for me so that hey, what... Hey can see it because i can't screen share if i'm also streaming so uh you're gonna have to share screen share this for us buddy and uh yeah you know a lot of people have been getting all turned up and mad lately they <laughs> putting we it can't the, show this dude. yes we can tra- <laughs> We'll blo- just block out the nips okay a lot of people have been getting pissed off lately because of the trans agenda and i for one think that it's a little overblown kind of like this teacher's fake tits juan can you please share the screen
3: hey, shout out to siren one sorry out of here really nasty lang shut the fuck up get the fuck out of here juan what are you doing one gonna just ignore that play share the screen
4: please. all right here you go yeah this is illuminati confirmed what do you expect we're gonna curse a little <laughs> bit okay it was just, all these Christians think that they're going to come and fucking hang out with this show. Listen, we accept all, all right? But if you can't hang with the language, go listen to another show. Anyways, so.
5: Why is that a thing where all Christians like, seem like. What do you like think of this? What do you
4: think that? of this, Chris? We got this Canadian high school teacher oh. who I, I think. Is being a little bit uh, facetious with this transition. I don't think that this is about their sexuality. I think they're trying to buck. This- Get
5: out of here with that photo, dude. Go back.
4: <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to show it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We can show that there. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is, t- a, this is a this is a woodshop teacher. This is a. It looks
5: like she's teacher. honestly double pregnant.
4: But the, the school system can't do anything to stop them. Juan, can you stay on the paragraph so I could actually oh, read? Oh, sorry. It? That's all
5: right. Dude, you uh, know how many students just transferred to that school? <laughs> so, a
4: male Ontario high school shop teacher has transitioned into a woman who now sports what is presumably the most enormous bust in Canada. Can you scroll past uh, the image you're trying to hide, Juan? It's not a big deal. I've seen this on other YouTube channels. Uh, Canadian high school teacher. Uh, is reported by the feminist outlet. Uh, Well, we don't care what they say. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think this guy is pretty smart. He's trying to
6: uh, expose,
4: expose the, you know, just absolute absurdity that's going on in these schools by leaning into it.
5: Yikes. If that's smart, dude, count me out.
4: Speaking of leaning, I wonder all, uh, you know, how how much leaning goes on in, in class with those huge pits in front of the saw there.
3: God, oh, leave, bro. Look at how you're leaning,
4: dude. Look yeah, at those yeah.
3: sweater puppies, bro. What where, where, where were the teachers like this when I was in school?
4: You well, know what is, I mean?
3: It, it is a guy. There, this
5: is one g- <laughs> Just like Mark, let me keep talking, dude. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, yeah, I just thought, you know, we should show this. What do you guys think? Is this guy Illuminati confirmed? Do you think he's doing this for the greater good, or is he just another nutcase that's unfortunately teaching children?
5: Yeah, I think like great trolling activity, dog. You think Mm -hmm. he's doing
3: it for the clout, bro? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe for the clout. He's just he's doing it for the clout, bro. He's like, I'm gonna get a following on on Twitter now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get a start an OnlyFans. I don't know, bro. I think it's listen. There's
5: this dude that already did that on Instagram. This guy that's like this crazy skateboarder guy, and he got like block letters tattooed across his forehead, and he's like balding and his huge, huge fake tits and stuff. It's crazy, dude. And his account is literally him like talking about smoking meth and like yelling at the camera and stuff. It's like, so I think basically what's happening is like yeah some people are just like they just want attention and like like that's it you know and so like you know it's understandable obviously but like they'll go to any lengths to get it you know like the whole like Takashi 69 shit it's just like it's like it's because think about this dude like with the internet think about how big your belly flop has to be for anyone to care and they're only going to care for fucking one afternoon you know generally right it's like I guess some people have made like careers out of it by making it so like abrupt, loud in your face. Like, but like your high school shop teacher shouldn't get the biggest tits in on earth. The <laughs> way I
3: see it is listen, you can worship Cthulhu for all I care. You can put whatever you can insert whatever you want in your own body. My whole thing is keep the kids out of it. So I don't want my kid going to school and obviously he's not going to learn anything focused on those big old titties like that because
4: oh. <laughs> you know you what i can't see what's on the desk <laughs> Every
3: so i say i respect anybody's decision to do whatever they want to do if they want to again do whatever just don't push it upon the children and don't push it upon anybody else and as long as you don't hurt yourself or others hey you know get the biggest titties you couldn't mm. fit anywhere, you know what well, I mean? And,
4: and people listening are like, what the hell does this have to do with the Illuminati? Well, hang there's with a, us here, There's folks. an
5: agenda here to break up the, 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 the what what they say, the family structure.
3: <laughs> the nuclear family, yeah. Yeah,
5: nuclear family, right.
4: Right. It's a distraction. It's a distraction from what's really going on, which is processing plants being burnt down, ranches being bought up, ranchers being uh, taken out of business because regulations that make no sense and have no scientific or practical uh, sound reasoning. They're just putting them in place to nix the competition, get the small guy out. That's why Bill Gates is buying up all this land. So, you know, as much as I'm like, oh, yeah, let's learn about who the Illuminati is and what kind of rituals they're doing. There's this turn of the coin of like, well, what are we going to do about it? And I think the most important thing we can do is recognize that they're putting our attention here like a sleight of hand trick to so we're not focusing on what they're doing with their other hand and what they're doing with their other they're hand.
3: fondling themselves with
4: buying their up hand. all the property. And so um. that's what we need to be doing. We need to come together, get an Illuminati confirmed compound.
0: Illuminati okay? confirmed.
4: We'll, be, we'll farm, we'll ranch, and we'll invite people to join the Illuminati at our ranch. And then Bill Gates, you know, he'll be our competitor at that point. Don't we'll just put him out of business because we'll sell the best beef.
5: Meanwhile, he sends drones packed with explosives over to our houses. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm just thinking of solutions, Chris.
5: I yeah.
4: could sit there and be a naysayer
5: all day.
3: Sounds like a terrible fucking idea, bro. <laughs> solution.
5: You know what kind of lizards would join that? They're like, it's a great idea. <laughs> like, no, the wrong people are here.
3: <laughs> you know what I've always wondered, dude? When when they're coming up with all these policies and all these things, look at Mark's face. Dude. Do they do <laughs> they actually sit in a room and with their lizard friends, and they just like, what are they? They lick their eyeballs and like, let's yeah, let put that in there. Yeah, go ahead and put it that. It's like let's have a, let's have, how how eddie bravo talks about is like the guy the guy that came up with the with the food not just a food shortage a baby food shortage that guy got like a, a gold medal that day you think that they sit around in this in, in a, in <laughs> oh, a yeah, circle man. bro you know what i mean And come up with like the craziest most devious ways to to mess with humanity and the population and all this stuff like do you hey, think they do hey, that bro
5: hey you know when you're a little kid and you're at school and you do real good they give you a gold star and then, you know, if you go high enough up into the military rankings, you get a gold star. <laughs> nice. It's weird, man. It's almost like, yeah, you think it's like this kind of weird pre-programming to like, you know, I mean, be a good little boy follower or shit like that.
3: I think I think you're onto something. What if, it's, what if it's what Crowley said, bro? We're all stars. And imagine when you get to that highest point, you become a star. But then that wouldn't work because space is. Is fake and gay, so I don't know. I don't know rock works.
5: stars are the highest form of human, though. If mm-hmm. you think about it, my buddy wrote this little, uh this little like diagram of power, and it for this magazine like 15 years ago. Shout out to Nick Lipton and
3: Yeah, shout out to Nick Nipton. Yeah, yeah, Nick Nipton, shout
5: out. And he said, uh, you know, think about it because you got the rock stars like. <laughs> there's, there's, there's like athletes, I guess there's different divisions of athletes where you might like, if you're quarterbacks, one thing, you know, but the highest of high of all these things is like, like surfing's pretty high, dude. You can make mad money. You travel around, you got best looking women on planet earth. They're always at a beat, right? The highest of high F1 race, highest of high Elon Musk, the highest of high rock stars.
3: Do you think they have women like the one that we just saw?
5: I think they throw away women like that.
3: Tigo biddies like that.
5: Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and keep them sometimes too because I bet they get weird. You know hey. what I'm saying?
4: I think you're just straight up wrong, dude. <laughs> you're just wrong, like that. Nick Nipton, you're wrong, brother. Shout out to you.
5: But you're all, wrong. how dare you? You haven't seen the dive. Yo, hit him up right second now, bro. All Let's all get
3: him on Illuminati confirmed right now, bro. Second
5: of all, tell me what's higher than Rockstar in the food chain of being awesome.
3: Obviously, Bill Gates.
5: Obviously, that guy sucks baby's dicks. <laughs> Fuck that guy. What else?
4: i didn't know we were measuring this based on awesomeness
5: <laughs> yes dude that's what life is
4: oh well in that case i still wouldn't go with rock stars at the top but Make somebody better elon you said power you didn't say awesomeness i don't think rock stars the- have power over bro if a rock star goes to saudi arabia with a joint in his pocket they'll behead him the next day that's not power
5: why would you want to go there, though? They don't have a lot of weed. Just
4: saying, there are places on the planet where you ain't shit. You, no matter how many little you know fans you have,
5: they yet. fly over those places. Like you know, it's like <laughs> those are like those states you fly over. Fuck those states. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, <laughs> they just it's take up. The M- sp- they just you know take up space. Canada. Canada. They you know take what what I
3: mean? up space on the map. Like fuck, like Idaho, bro. Idaho. What? You.
6: Idaho's
5: dope.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or oh south gosh. and north. I'm not gonna start talking trash about the states, but like North Dakota. Who who goes there, bro? Do you know anybody who lives there? Nah. Or South Dakota. Anybody in the chat from South Dakota? Like I need to know. Shout out
5: to south Dakota. South Dakota, though.
3: Yeah. There's
5: it- people who listen
3: to the show in South Dakota. Shout out to the people out in the in the South Dakota area.
5: Yeah, dude. And also Montana. What's good?
3: Oh, uh, Montana's beautiful, though. I've seen Montana
5: oh, yeah. and Idaho's dope, too, dude. Mm. Well, all kinds of good stuff there, you know what I mean?
4: That's why we need to get the funds together to get our own ranch. South Dakota, maybe, could be a place. They were very Lucky. cool over the past few years as far as laws and regulations go. Um, but how are we going to raise the money? What do you oh, dude,
5: This is this is it, dude. You know what, monks used to do, they used to make booze or they'd make like balsamic or they make like you know what i mean they have a product they make honey you know obviously they don't make the honey but you know collect it sell it whatever but that's what you do you have the, like you got to hustle your your monastery's got to have a hustle you know what i mean
4: uh, we, we don't have the monastery yet no we but we'll build, build it to
5: get to the monastery so how do we, we need it? concrete money we need to get money for Congress. You guys do
3: not have a family, right? You guys are talking all this stuff because you don't have a family, but I have Fun. a family.
4: <laughs> your family, what are you talking about? Your family's going to be there. Like, you think we're just going to make you leave your family? You're going to bring them with you. I'm not starting a cult with you guys. I'm
3: sorry. Okay. What do
4: you think this whole podcast was like? We're 15 episodes in. You can't give up on it now.
3: No, that's fine. I'm sticking with the podcast, but as far as building, getting a cult together, I mean,
4: you're a
5: quitter, dude.
3: Juan, you
4: literally said when we started this podcast, you're like, "Mark, your podcast has a cult-like following. How'd you do it?" And I was <laughs> That's like, "I'll of- show you. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it." No, I, I hope people think for themselves and and don't just take what we say on the show as as you know fact because a lot of the stuff we talk about on this show is sort of filtered through what's funny and what's interesting, you know, we're not always like trying to be uh know it all's on this show, which I think is refreshing uh when it comes to this type of content. Um, but anyways, you are sort of a, a uh now, Juan. Have you made
3: any headway in the field? Any updates in that research? What's what's new? I'm actually writing my thesis now to submit it. So hopefully I can get a position somewhere. Right. Uh, some so a position of respect, so I can teach the subject. It is a new and rising field, and I think people are need to be they need to be shown the the the, the topic because I think some people in society, these rock stars that Mister <sighs> Proser here is talking about, are byproducts. I think they are homunculus, bro. I'm gonna get to the bottom of it. So
5: wait, is Keith Richards a homunculus, dude?
3: I don't know, bro. A lot of these child actors
5: Okay, I see where you're going. Like Brittany, maybe
4: well, they How would her. that work? How would that work? So they they're a vessel and then this, some ritual happens and then they become more like a like a a like a, uh, like a robot, you know? Like they don't they're still human being, but they're kind of programmed.
3: No, no, it, it's a regular baby except it's made through magical means, through a ritual, through so like a virgin birth. Depends on uh, depends like on immaculate which Immaculate Conception. Depends remember that, that book that we that we mentioned before starting the podcast? Well read that book and it's about that. So I don't want to say the name, don't say the name because there's people listening, literally. So what, what you didn't mention any book before we got started? Yes, I asked you about a certain book that you have that is about oh. that subject. Yes, right. but don't say the name because there's people listening who will comment well, things. People, people know. People can go and look up Tracy Twyman. That's all right, you said, and now he's gonna start commenting on the fucking comments, bro. Well, I didn't even I didn't even say it long
4: enough. Okay, you you're talking like I have a, a t-shirt with her name <laughs> on it. All right, relax. <laughs> anyway, Tracy
5: Chapman, Tracy Chapman, Tracy <laughs> Chapman. How about that? <laughs>
4: wow i'm glad you're where you're at chris anyways uh,
5: anyways
4: ladies and gentlemen don't worry it's not just going to be us three knuckleheads for the next two hours we do have guests okay with interesting things that they're planning on talking to us about we hope so uh don't be disappointed by our first live stream we're going to be bringing you the heat okay Covering the news, the action, the stories, the theories, the homunculus updates. Okay. We're going deep homeboy. Anyway.
5: Hold, on. Hold yes. on. I'm getting a thought here, dude. What if Nicholas Cage is a homunculus, dude? No, he's
3: an, he's, a, he impossible. makes the homuncula. He's, he's no, the he's, alchemist. Yeah.
5: He's yeah, the, no, Al- he's that. the I'm alchemist. But I'm saying though, how many could it go back, turtles all the way down?
3: Well, listen, if if, you know what I mean, though, no, no, but here's the listen, listen, because it's a a child born out of a magical mean to serve a magical purpose. So essentially anybody who you see in the right, because we all talk about Beyonce and Jay-Z, right, and all this stuff with the Illuminati and stuff like that. Well, what if those people are put there just to want for one purpose to harvest your energy? That's their magical purpose, to harvest your energy. They are there. They captivate people, millions and billions of people's attention, right? Sure. Who doesn't know about Beyonce? Who doesn't? And she's even said it that she, while on stage, gets taken over by an alter ego. So she is a vessel of some sort. Mm-hmm. In so order- she's
4: channeling an entity as she's performing. 100%, bro. She's even said that in mm-hmm. interviews, dude.
5: That's not Hulk, Hulk, Hulk. Yeah, but
4: that's the this is the thing that I get really bent up about. It's like what people don't understand about the Illuminati. And when we research this stuff and talk about it, we're not talking about this so that you can be afraid and run away and avoid this stuff. We're talking about this stuff so that you can go out and be the next Beyonce. But instead of listen, no, for real. But instead of, of wasting your divine energy and channeling abilities by channeling demons and dark shit and causing problems for people. And, you know, I don't want to speak bad on Beyonce. I don't think she's the worst, but she's definitely weird. Um, but you get what I'm saying. Like all of these things are tools. They're neutral. It's just bad people for most of history have used these occult esoteric techniques for bad reasons. So we've associated that with negative or evil when really it's like a tool, you know, a sword could be used to defend yourself just as easily as it could be used to hurt somebody. Same thing with a gun or any other tool. So this is what we're talking about here. I just think like there's probably some 12, 13, 14, 15 year old kid out there who's got the creative, potential to become the next huge artist and if they get the right information things like this they believe in themselves they can do that our society overall teaches people to look outside of themselves for a solution not inside you know they don't people don't uh, you know internalize and that fear response that we were talking about before It's the same thing. It's the same mechanism. It's an externalization. The bad things aren't happening here in me. They're happening all over. No, no, no. The bad thing is happening to you when you're afraid because you're expressing a ignorance and B fear instead of love. And that's what we're all here to do. We're here to love, baby.
3: So I think
4: that drink to that. Everybody in the audience have a drink.
3: I think that they oh, well. see people like that, bro, and they hijack them. They they can't they hijack them and they use it for their own
1: Yeah, it's so much
5: easier. You just mm-hmm. find somebody that's really good at the job and then you like pull up and give them an offer they can't refuse. You guys should see the fucking godfather. God damn.
4: I've seen it, Chris, <laughs> but I saw it when I was like eight years old or something, dude. What are you doing really watching
5: that movie that? at eight years old, bro? Shit don't count.
4: Why couldn't I wait? What I grew up on the East Coast. That's what that's that was my first, second, third grade education. They would have us watch mob movies, yeah. street smart class. Anyways, switching topics. We're here in a new world. OK, we were living in a world of uh, not that, you know, we in the United States are affected that much by this. But, you know, this concept that the queen is merely a symbolic ruler. OK, let's think about that in terms of what I just said. All right. Some people might hear, oh, you're a symbolic ruler and think that means that they have no real power. Uh -uh Uh-uh, uh-uh, no. The opposite is true. We live in a conscious world where symbols are everything. That's what media manipulation is. So when they say the queen is the symbolic ruler, they're actually saying something even more potent like potent then she's even more potent than and, and and it works in that double-edged way where you know uh it's tricky you know they don't want you to know how influential the queen really is she doesn't have to snap her fingers and give an order she's influential energetically magically ritually there is this guy who I don't put any stock into these theories, but there was this guy a couple of years ago that came onto the podcast scene and he was telling everybody that, you know, at night he would go to this weird world in his dreams where they were, you know, taking musicians and they were, you know, writing songs and he was writing songs and all of the world's musicians are, are like manipulated in the dream world by the queen and like her royal forces. Oh. Yeah. What you, I
3: mean so I told you that in confidence, Mark.
5: <laughs> That's how they got to Juan through the dream. Oh. They were like, yo, Juan, I right over want
3: my head. I
5: you wanna catch more fish? So uh, I wanna you- re-
3: I wanna read this quote.
5: You guys are goofballs. The
3: simulacra. So you're you're talking about <laughs> the chat, symbols. The chat gets it. I'm watching the chat. The chat. Me and the chat are tapping into each 100%. other. 100%. Right now. I love what you were saying, Mark. And that's why I always say symbols are the language of the soul. But yet you how you're saying this false, this facade that it, it's, what is it? The emperor has no clothes or whatever they say. So the, simi, the simulacra is never what hides the truth. It is. Truth that hides the fact that there is none. The simulacrum is true. So they talk about how these people, like, for example, in the church, when the statue becomes the saint, well, that's not the actual saint. But a lot of people, they will begin because of the symbol that's been implemented into their psyche, will begin to believe that that is the actual saint itself. And they'll begin to worship. It, and you see people kissing the feet or or touching the feet of the saint because they believe it gives them some sort of magical power. And I do think that I've always wondered, like, this lady, she died at, what What was she, 98 or something like that? She was super old. And they're just rich for no reason? Like, where are they getting all this money from? They're just there for no, re- for no apparent reason because a bunch of people agreed on it at one point mm-hmm. in time. And we just come wow. together and just... That's it. You know what
4: I mean? Nobody, nobody's simplifying it to that level. Let's not play. Let's not placate the dumb. All right. Um, <clears throat> we all understand that there was a shift in uh, the world, in the industrial revolution. You can maybe point to that time period, uh, maybe earlier the Renaissance, even when the world started to change and symbols became far easier to spread, right? Because whereas in the past, the mind could only go so far. Now we enter a world of printed paper where, you know, the ideas and symbols that people have, you know, in their head can make their way onto paper and then across the world. So that's when the monarchies and the powers that be transitioned from a physical place of the throne to a astral or mental throne right they they transition to sitting on the throne of the mind or the soul even if they could hope to be so bold i don't think they can accomplish that i think they they've rested their power on the control of the mind i don't think they can ever control our souls but that's that's, that's enough to keep us ignorant you know if they control our minds they keep us guessing they can't control you know, what we do with our minds totally, but they can limit them to a large degree. So final thoughts on that before we get our first guest in here. Um
3: I think that they I think they've already gotten to that point, Mark, where they're able to predict what we're gonna what we're gonna think. That's what all these ads are that we think, oh, I was just talking about that on my phone. Listen to me, now I'm getting ads for this particular product. No. It's that the algorithm has gotten that good at predicting your future behavior so it as soon as it it predicts that it you're gonna want this thing it puts it out and it's like oh i was just talking about this like no it knew you were gonna talk about that there's also that theory the
5: world is a reflection of your own thoughts man
3: i mean that's also yeah i mean you could say that people project their own realities and create their own realities so
5: you kind of do though to a certain degree it's pretty fucking obvious you want to go live in new york city you get that ass up take a plane land in new york bitch you in new york so there's that, which is like duh, but then there's like you know, levels to it for sure. There's That's turtles
3: true. all the way down, homunculus all the way down, bro. Hell yeah.
5: <laughs> I'm saying though, you didn't even let me get through that thought. The <laughs> I'm thought sorry. was I'm sorry. what if your job was to be a homunculus, but your job as a homunculus was to be the great, 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 great granddaddy of the chosen Juan. You know what I'm saying? So you had to just basically behave like a regular person. You had to get job, pay your bills and shit, find the right lady, get that bitch pregnant, put a good some morals in there so they keep having bit, You know what I mean? Because you are supposed to be the great, 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 great granddaddy of the chosen one. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe there's a book to pass down or something like that. Some special knowledge. You know,
3: I'm sure there's those 2 That they're more for texture. You know how how Triply says is that we live in a haunted house and some people are just there for. They're a prop. You know what I mean? And I and I did a whole episode on NPCs the other day. It's on my feed. Check it out the whole podcast. But the I talk about the possibility of people just being plate, some sort of placeholders in this universe, in this time. It timeline. does
5: seem like it, though, dude, because you can fucking go. I swear to God, you know that five degrees of Kevin Bacon shit is real, dude. You can go to fucking Japan and bump into somebody that knows your best friend. dude. It's like, wait, what? How <laughs> the fuck is that possible? Right. And it happens
4: all the time. Well, I love that we're talking about this. It fits right into what we're about to get into with our next guest. And uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get him in here. Um, You know, we're going to be talking about symbolism. We're going to be talking about hip hop. We're going to be getting schooled potentially. Let me read you the message that prompted this interview. So this is from our, our guest. We're about to talk to him. He has no idea that we're reading this message right now. Bro, just listened to the latest episode of Illuminati Confirmed, and I understand your love for hip hop, but there's a lot you can learn about what it really is and different intricacies. I've been in the industry for a low time and blackballed to an extent. I've been offered deals before, and I've done leaders, 100 plus shows, and I'm a student to the game. Both my parents are from New York and that era. I've been going back and forth my whole life. There's more. But without further ado, let's get our man the Gravedigger, in here. He's going to school us. Tell us a little bit about what we don't know. Is this guy homunculus? He's not.
7: We
5: don't know that, dude.
4: We don't know he's that. Not. I'm going to make a safe bet that he's not that. He's not great homunculus.
5: great grand great granddaddy
4: <laughs> oh, could have been. I don't think think I could
8: hear you. Mm. Uh-huh.
5: Oh shit.
4: <laughs> What's up?
8: I'm trying to I'm trying to get this audio shit together, bro. All right. Well, we got we got this fucking microphone right here. Nice. nice. I try to do it without the microphone for real. I don't know if you can can hear me right now. We
4: could hear you. Yeah, we could hear you. Can you hear us? Jeez.
5: What? I'm trying to figure this shit out.
4: Well, while you're figuring it out, we'll be hanging here. Let's mute it. Uh, Just chilling. Can you
8: hear me now? Yes. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly fine now.
4: Welcome to the show. I'm gonna call you Gravedigger. Is there another name that we can call you? Oh
8: <laughs> uh, that's cool. Uh, really just Gravy. Everybody called me Grave. All right, nice, like, to meet G-R-A-V. you, nice to meet you as well. It's an honor, actually. All you guys for real, fucking one dog. Like, yeah, that's crazy. What's up, man? <laughs> How are you guys? We're How's good.
3: We're good. And and if you can't
4: tell, we're live right now. We're already in it. And we wanted to have you on uh, for our first inaugural live stream because we're doing we're doing <laughs> we're... something fun, man. No pressure. We're going to be doing this every other Tuesday. So we'd love to have you back on again in the future. But today I want to ask you because you sent me a really cool message. You said, you know, there's some things that we might not be aware of about hip hop and some of the. Darker aspects potentially of the industry, or maybe some things that we just don't know, so the yeah, yours let us know I'd love to learn
8: um so the what made me say that originally is um I forgot exactly what you said, but it, you were responding to somebody about about hip hop i f- I forget the exact episode um this is like a while ago now, but the how you described it it, it, it got me privy to the fact that That wasn't the the real definition of it it's just like a a personal understanding which is fine
3: Mm. but
8: it just made me realize that a lot of people probably don't even know that there is a real definition for hip-hop and and it comes from people who like really put thought in into it you know like people who really put work in in, and and uh real just traveling and getting shit done for in the name of hip-hop um African Membada was the first person to coin the to coin the term hip hop. Um, hip means to know; it's the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? There's five aspects to hip hop. Uh, you have graffiti. You have breaking. MCing. DJing. And the last is knowledge. You know what I'm saying? So, hip means knowledge, and hop is the movement. Hop hop is the the spreading of that knowledge. Hop is the is the get up and go. You know, mm-hmm. and uh. It's very simple, but that's like, that's what it means, you know? Um, and a lot of people like to, like, there's been a conversation going on nowadays. I don't know if any guys you have seen that, like Buster Rhymes and Fat Joe talking about the roots of hip hop lately. No, no. So like uh, Buster Rhymes and Fat Joe, they've been on like uh, Drink Champs and a couple of other uh, shows lately talking about just the roots of hip hop and how the roots of hip hop come from Caribbean culture. And uh, that's just totally false, you know. It's, that's just them saying that because they are Caribbean, you know. I think Fat Joe's Cuban and Western House is Jamaican, mm. but um, and I could see why anybody would say that, especially because they're a little older. But if you go back and really do the knowledge, the, the, the research, it's that's not the case at all. Like both of my parents are from that part of the world. My dad's from North New Jersey. My mom's from Brownsville, New York. She was born in 74, you know what I'm saying? My dad was born in 70. So it's like, they was right there, you know, Mm. um, when it was happening. And a lot of people think that this hip hop just comes from uh, immigrants bringing a certain sound to New York and then us not having resources. So we started cutting the records, you know what I'm saying? But I think that... uh, like if you would be honest, you got to go back a little further than that. Um, because in America, we, we were always, we always had this thing, uh, we were like MCN on the radio, um, other people and Jamaicans actually would come here and then get that from us and then make it their own. And they go back to Jamaica. A lot of these sound systems, there's a term for Jamaican DJs and Pat it's called it sound selective. And, uh, basically they had these big sound systems and this is where like the, these black parties, ideas and, and the 80s and shit come from, from Jamaicans doing that, but they got it from us anyways because they would come here, whereas the an army or uh, some kind of slavery uh, and they would see these sound systems or like radios, This is like the 30s and the 40s, you know? They would see sound systems and they would buy one or finesse one somehow, take it back to Jamaica, then rebuild that same exact sound system out of parts that they just found. Mind you, like, we're real innovative people, especially when you don't have anything. But um, just the constant trade between New York and different islands, especially Jamaica, of people caused this idea to be had that, okay, so it must be this Caribbean influence. Well, really, it's it's the opposite. Um, We influence them, and then they influence us. Again, it's it's a shared relationship, more so than the creation Mm -hmm. from the Caribbean.
4: Yeah, no, it's more complicated than it's just all from the Caribbean or all from New York. There's that interplay, that interaction that that really adds to the the creative process. Yeah, man. Wow. So you mentioned your parents being from the East Coast area. Was that a, a part of your upbringing, like them instilling these values into you and saying like, well, this is, you know, the type of music we like and this is why? Like, has this always been a part of your life?
8: Yeah, absolutely. so my stepmom is really, really much to her. She's from Connecticut, actually. You know, um, I guess I, what's the area called? New England. Mm, yeah, that, New England. Think, yeah, so she's from New Haven, I think. Oh, shout it's out! One, one, yeah, that's one of
4: I'm, I'm where, right there. Cool. Shout out to yeah. your grandma. Or your
8: it's it's my uh, my stepmother. My, my oh, stepmom! I, I and, said every yeah, type of
4: family member, but stepmom.
8: Okay, <laughs> stepmom's from
4: New Haven. Shout out to her.
8: <laughs> um, but it it was really more her doing because my mom she's always been really recluse. Uh, she graduated high school at 16. Um, she she always really listened to like jazz and reggae, like like roots type reggae, not like dancehall and like just real going music, gospel. You know, like Fred Hammond and shit like that. But my dad, he's like a big house music guy because he's from New Jersey. But he listened to like obviously like older hip hop, like uh, Big Daddy Kane and Kumo cool D and shit like that. But uh, really, it's my stepmom who got me privy to the the specifics of like where it started, where it came from. Like, hey, this person did this, and this person is related to this person. Like all all these specifics. And she's from Connecticut. You know what I'm saying? So it's all the same area. Um, and it's I don't know that that whole situation led me into some to some whole other like research and thought processes. Just mm. the same, I, I was telling you in the uh, in the email, just because learning about the hip hop and like the more spiritual aspects of like putting frequencies together and bringing people together and like what that does and why it's so effective in every single country right now, like different versions of hip hop, even whether it's a bastardization of it or not hip-hop is like the most modern spiritual language, I would say. And that's why it's so effective amongst these different countries, like all kinds of people. You don't have to speak the same language. It doesn't matter what color you are or where you come from. It, it, it It's pervasive across these boundaries, you know?
4: Um, yeah, no doubt, man. I, I agree 100%. I've talked about it on the show. My... Mm -hmm. taste in underground rap enlightened me and got me interested in all of these topics that i then went and bought books about and just kept learning yeah man i'm with you there so are there any uh sort of aspects of hip-hop that you can show as an example of you know what builds up this spiritual potency that you can sort of access through hip-hop
8: yeah absolutely um one is i think hip-hop forces you to be creative or like when you really do hip-hop rather than because it's not a, anything you could be classically trained in you know what i'm saying it's, it's it's really soul music it's just like it's really like how when jazz came about and all these people like oh what is what is that like this sounds crazy what is these these triplets and this these weird tempos like what is that it's, it's not all on time you know um it's the same with hip-hop and i think that shows the spirit you know it's, it's like it's it's like, this, there's no form to this. There's no, you have to do it like this or you have to do it like this. It's literally you. So it is It is different from person to person. But I think that aspect, it raises like people's energy in general. Like overall, it doesn't matter the type of hip hop it is, but just overall. So it brings people together and that's the spiritual in itself. Like the Bible says, uh, or Jesus has specifically in the Bible two or more, come together in my name, there I am. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I think that's just allegory for people coming together in general with good right. intention or right. bad intention.
4: Yeah, man. So And then, you know, we look at hip hop and we look at the the history and we see, you know, sort of the early days, there's more of that inspirational, empowering community aspect to it. And yeah. as as it's evolved, we get a little less of that. I mean, the internet's changed that to some degree. But yeah. for you know the 2000s up to maybe like 2015, most of the rap music was sort of controlled by what the the mainstream by the record companies, and they were not promoting uh, a positive message. They were promoting the opposite no, of that,
8: right? No sir. I mean, you're absolutely right. Uh, that that whole and that whole situation is interesting. So. I was actually just doing some research on that specifically the other day, like corporations getting involved in the hip hop. Um, Cause I skateboard and shit, and you know, like uh, if, if you know any skaters, uh, especially like they're kind of older, you you know when corporations got involved in skating, like Nike and Adidas and shit, New Balance, like motherfuckers like hated it. It's like I'm a I'm a ride Baker boards only, and you know? like I'm not gonna wear those Nike shoes. I'm gonna wear these Osiris's. Like I'm gonna wear these DC's. Like this is like just core. And you can see the same thing happen to hip hop when the corporations started to get involved. And you got these backpack mm-hmm. rappers. I separate from the other you know you see what i'm saying yeah it waters it down it
4: takes it out of the local people's hands instead of getting this cool original skateboard company run by a dude like chris who owns his own business and loves the the sport you know you're getting it from a company some nerd in a tie telling you know people in china how to build the right shoes you know and the guy who's gonna wear the shoes actually making them
8: yeah exactly um and hip-hop is crazy because a lot of these larger companies got involved but companies who don't really have anything to do with music companies who make weapons uh mm. like guns companies who own private prisons um companies and and mind you you can like this is like quick google search i don't know the names of these companies the companies on top of my head but you got like warner brothers and acme uh they make warheads like missile like warheads but they also sign gangster rappers you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Um, you got ah. like Sony and all the different bullshit they're into, and they Sony Sony Music Group is like one of the biggest labels. Period. They sign all kinds of people all the time. Um, I don't know if it was you guys or Isaac Wisehop that was talking about meme magic, mm. but there's like a, a labels do that too. Like they hire people to make memes about. Uh, rappers or whatever to either blow them up or whatever but like there's some weird shit that happened with that too like uh before juice roll died like two years before he died there was mm-hmm. all these vines and shit about juice roll season up juice row overdosing right and i'm pretty sure this started with the labels but then you see later how he actually dies so Was on an airplane he overdosed right you know what i'm saying um yeah maybe-
4: self-fulfilling it's, it's, prophecy but not really i mean unless he was filming them himself it's not really a self-fulfilling it's more of like a prophecy that he got involved with uh you know against his own better judgment
8: yeah absolutely and they do that to the kids all the time like i've noticed like i had deals offered to me all kinds of stuff but i noticed like certain things start happening once you get a little older um mm-hmm. because especially once you've been around for a while it's like you you know more, so they like we don't want you. They want people who don't really know too much. Mm-hmm. And if you look at how many rappers are being signed now versus to even five years ago, it's more than ever. Um, it's only going to keep being more because just what I was saying earlier with these companies—they own the pr- the prisons too. So these companies own the private prisons, and there's rules like don't take my word for it. You can search all this shit up. There's rules that they have to keep these prisons a uh, ninety plus capacity, like ninety percent plus capacity um in order for it to still get money from uh oh certain, yeah certain other companies.
4: I've heard of so, that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They they have an incentive to keep the prison full. It's the same thing with the hospitals, everything that's yeah. gone down in the two year past two years. They don't have an incentive to heal people. They have an incentive to make more money off of them, treating them and keeping them there as long as they can. Same thing with prison. They love it when people repeat uh, an offense and come right back. I mean, that's just more money in their pocket. So they're not trying to rehabilitate when when you're in a situation. It's a
5: for-profit company Yeah, with shareholders that you have to appease. What are you guys talking about? It's like so obvious. It's business. It's just, yeah. evil. it's just
8: fucking evil. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is absolutely evil. And you get all these kids who usually get signed uh, 19, 18 years old. Like, look at how they got Lil Wayne. Even like people like the kid Leroy, some 15, 16 year old kid from Australia, like super platinum. But you can even look at it like with Justin Bieber, like Usher found Justin Bieber. But look how Yo, his he
5: face was. went numb, son. Did you see? Yeah. It? duh. you guys see this?
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Justin Yo. Bieber's face is done. <laughs>
8: Bro, tell him. No, 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 no. All right, so he got got a booster, if I'm not mistaken, and half of his face is just, like, fucking numb. Like, he can smile, but, like, the other shit's, like, you know? Justin Bieber, the
5: biggest star on planet fucking Earth. Yeah. He went numb, half face numb, like he had, like, a stroke, like he's 70, bro. Like, what? Say what? That's
4: why the Illuminati Confirmed Podcast does not endorse injectables. Now, if we could switch topics only stay heroin on YouTube, black
0: heroin. if we could, stay on, by <laughs> Pfizer.
4: we could stay on YouTube for just one live stream, that'd be great. But anyways, yeah, that's that's weird. Juan and I actually just were on a podcast with uh, Dan. Dan had that happen to him. Didn't he say that yeah, that yeah. happened to him? But I don't think it was because of the injectable. I think it was because of uh, like just stress. He, yeah, he just worked himself
5: too hard. But yeah. wow.
4: Yeah, I'm crazy
5: much money. And his face was like, I'm fucking out of here, dude. (laughs) 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 Yeah. What's like, what's this dude? Oh, no. Another world tour. Fuck,
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So when people look at the rap world, the hip hop world today, are there still bright lights? Are there people who are pushing against the, the curve? I mean, Who are you listening Fuck yeah.
8: Fuck yeah, dude. Um, There's a, honestly, I would say now more than ever just because the internet is so accessible to everybody. So like, and you can make music for so cheap now. I mean, when I I was a kid, you had to like, buying a studio equipment was so expensive. But now it's like, you can just get a setup for $150, you know, like a decent setup.
5: Grave Digger, are your parents 5%ers or any shit like that?
8: (laughs) Ah, that's a whole nother conversation. So my grandfather, uh, he he's he was Muslim Shia, but uh, my great well, my great grandfather, my great grandmother, when my great grandfather died, she became Jehovah's Witness, mm-hmm. and so my my mom grew up in the Jehovah's Witness church, and my my dad uh, he grew up in the Baptist church. Um, it's crazy because I my I, I practice Islam, probably not traditionally. I would I would consider myself more of a Sufi, um, but when I, only cousin, my grandfather. Like I was just learning about him. He died when I was one, so like mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I just wanted to learn all about him, you know. And uh, yeah, that like so I know like his brother was a five percenter, but he was Suf- uh, he was a uh, Shia. You know what I'm saying? But this, this is just like normal New York shit. Same way Malcolm X was a part of Nation of Islam, and then he converted. Right.
5: But you know, um, it's like it's like on some like
8: black masonry shit, right? Like, like- I, I, bro, I, my father was a mason, so I didn't even. I really, I, I want to talk to y'all about that Illuminati kind of shit.
0: confirmed.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I knew it, bro. I knew it. So my my father was a Mason, my mother was an Eastern Star. Uh-huh. And, uh,
3: Are you? Yeah, I told yeah. you this guy was a homunculus, bro. He's, I I love everything he's saying until right. Oh, yeah. stop! <laughs> I just kidding. Just kidding. Continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep on, going.
5: No, this shit is crazy interesting, dude. If you watch Belly and they like talk yeah. about Five Percent Nation. They- Nation of Islam, the gods on the earth. If you listen to Wu Tang clan, uh, yeah, uh, like if you look at K R S one Temple of Hip Hop, like it's in search so,
8: That's that's actually has a lot to do with hip hop being spread around the world, is the temple of hip hop um and these schools the African Ben Bada started. So krs one has his shit in New York right now. Zulu but, Nation and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Zulu uh, these so basically when Zulu Nation did the first their first world tour they um it was independently funded you know and they went to every all the countries they could go to a bunch of countries in like africa and europe uh and asia and shit like thailand and japan and, shit, and they started these schools and showed people the elements of hip-hop like the original elements of hip-hop and what it meant and that's why like if you go to these places there's graph like good ass graph everywhere and people are still like yeah, right. on boom, bad beats and shit. Right. Because that, that seed was planted like a long time ago, like mid-70s, early 80s. But, bro, and, that,
5: yeah. shit, that shit you were talking about earlier, though, with the um, Caribbean nations getting uh, the accolades for inventing hip-hop. Like, yeah. you know, we got to understand that electronic music, you know, started in Jamaica. Toasting over records started in Jamaica. Like, being an actual MC, a, you know, a microphone nah. controller. Like, this is the party producer the one man band the wizard the sound system that's what i yeah. mean you, you look at like, david again. you listen to these guys now that have been studying reggae yeah, jamaican yeah. in particular since the 40s yeah this is where this comes from like a lot of this undeniably but i but it is interplay so, but as the world is
8: yeah, that's and that's that's what I thought for so long. You know what I'm saying? I really thought that for so long, just because I grew up around so many Jamaicans and shit. Um, like I said, my mom's from Brownsville. If you've ever been to East New York, Brownsville there's nothing but yards, you know. Uh real uh yeah, yards outside everywhere. Um and Mark, so I used to think that, right? But then if you go back, just go back before Jamaica had the same access that we had we were they get the toasting from us like if you listen to these old uh Jamaican DJs talk right they get the toasting from us like before they were ever toasting they were listening to us on the radio this is like the 30s and shit you know what I'm saying they're listening to us on the radio and seeing and like rhyming but it wasn't in the same way it's completely different you know but it was just their take on that and then then you get the toasting and the dub and right that's where electronic music comes from just like you said you get the toasting and the, and the dub and Lee, Scratch, then... Lee Scratch Perry all respect yeah yeah uh, I, yeah I, wow. absolutely I got a, I got a Lee Scratch Perry shirt like uh, a supreme Lee Scratch Perry shirt. dude
5: watch the fucking Upsetter. the documentary it is yeah. absolutely incredible yeah and he's a black magician and yeah. what yeah. he's a black magician dude and he yeah. would do all kinds of shit watch the movie dude Benicio nah, Del Toro yeah. not lying that. What movie oh, is that?
4: Wait, 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 wait! You say he's a black magician. You mean like white versus black magic? Like, like, or do you mean black? Like he's a black man? And I mean,
5: no, 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 no. I, I don't. Get... I mean, he's he played the line between. uh Gen. He's an uh, African American
3: magician. Is that what you're trying to get at, Chris?
5: Is that... <laughs> no he's not american what
3: was the name of the movie bro so i can write it down
5: called the, the up-setter. upsetter okay the okay. upsetter yeah okay it's incredible but you watch this thing dude and it opens with him splashing you know jamaican white rum into the four corners of the, the room and lighting specific candles and like he said blow the fire yeah. right yeah. And, he, and then you look at any of his drawings and they look a lot like a possessed person with a marker went fucking bananas in your house, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no, so right. he's putting spells on all four corners. He's doing, you know, he's waking up with his head to the east. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it mm-hmm. is what it is,
8: dude. No, yeah, absolutely. So the thing and, about he, and he's that- the best that ever did it, bro.
5: He invented electronic music. He was right. the first person to ever sample. And the first thing that ever was sampled was a baby crying.
8: Uh, so I actually got notes on that. I would say he's the first Jamaican to ever sample, but there is a, uh, what's his name? On, I'm looking at my notes right now. What's his name? Because
3: that's kind of sus though. Baby down. crying is the first ever sample. One Bro, of the he, first ever samples.
5: He was, so, he was. He was. He's a at like a savant, like one, like a like a modern day Michelangelo.
8: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, but do you know Grandmaster Flowers? uh cameron flowers or uh pete, dj jones dj dj pete jones no. um these are some of the first people to, to sample break beats or so, to make the break beat and then loop it like before funky drummer
5: i think this stuff dude is like man in some cases like yeah, know we could argue about the finer points but i think mm-hmm. sometimes like dude like people like it's in the air like how many people came up with the airplane at the yeah. same time like yeah, multiple so I think yeah. could just some of well,
4: that with music, so much more. So it's like so, uh, you know,
5: it's a it's a vibe. The,
4: yeah, it floats through the air. Literally, floats through the air. So yeah, yeah. absolutely.
5: Wow, yeah, it's oh, a vibe absolutely. thing too. Because like, um, you no, know, I was asking the five percenter thing, or grave because about got oh, yeah, some, yeah, yeah.
4: Some notes, yeah. some notes. Let's get let them talk, let them talk, Chris.
8: No, no, no. I'll talk about this five percenter shit because that actually leads into some whole other shit because I practice this huh? so and uh, so I, I started off learning about Islam from learning about my grandfather and learning about the 5% nation. But then I learned about, like, my dad was Mason, like I was saying, and my mom was the Eastern Star, like I was saying, because they're uh, veterans. And like, I guess it was just normal back then for, like, Army veterans. I just joined up. But basically, I kicked out. So it makes me a Lewis, but it, uh, I could never join because I got kicked out. Um, oh, yeah
5: records like nah son nah, like oh, yeah they got they, you? they keep
8: records they oh, definitely wow. keep records but um i could become an honorary member but that's like based off of if they want me like a lodge has to pick and be like hey i like the work you're doing and you know but i could i could never join unless i was like a like a like a like a, like a lesser order like a order that's not connected to the larger Freemasoning orders, you know what I'm saying? Like a smaller shit that's not really connected to American Giants and shit like that. Um, like Jehovah's Witnesses, they're fucking Masons. Uh, the Mormons, are fucking Masons. Um, a lot of a lot of uh, Islam sects are Masons. Uh, a lot of Judaism sects are Masons. But really, like what got me into all this is like learning about Virginia. Like I'm from Richmond, Virginia, you know. Um. I know that like my parents is from up north and shit, but like they got there based off of like leaving these more southern places. Cause like my grandparents all started off in southern places like Virginia, mm-hmm. North Carolina, Georgia, shit like that, and moved north. So that really was got me into like researching a lot of this shit. Not the not the hip hop shit. It's kind of just grown with me, but mm-hmm. like uh, about Masonry and shit. Cause my dad told me. About different rituals when I was a kid, but I didn't understand, you know what I'm saying. But yeah. then, like you hear about shit like the order of Melchizedek or you hear about the Phoenicians building the Temple of Solomon and the demons building it at night, and how it took 25 years, but because it, he ordered these demons to build it at night, it only took like five years or two years or some shit like that. And um, it made me start looking into why a lot of things are the way they are, like um. Like I, if I talk to my great grandmother, she's gonna be like, "Hey, I'm an Indian." You know what I'm saying? If you ask anybody else, they'd be like, "Hey, African American," and that's like, that's a whole that's a whole thing. I know I know Juan, you do a lot of work, maybe not specifically to that, but about like the original people of Florida. I know there's a lot of Moorish people there. There's a lot of uh, Indians that got taken into slavery. People who look like me and uh, got reclassified, but the reason I think Virginia is so interesting is because the whole East coast was Virginia at one point through the Virginia company in London before yeah. new England was a thing. Yeah, so, um, it's, it's actually fucked up. No, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I've seen this.
4: Yeah. You're absolutely right. And I'm, I'm sure you're aware of Ross Ben, but he talks about yeah. it. You know, there's groups of people from Africa that came here way before Columbus Settled the Caribbean, South America, North America, and maybe that's why they have these massive uh, Olmec heads, you know, that seem to look like an African yeah, person, you know. Well, he said Pennsylvania. Think, I'm sorry. Uh, what, what, no, he said
8: Virginia.
4: Oh, Virginia, Virginia, I didn't Virginia, Virginia. Yeah, I'm sorry.
8: I'm sorry. No, you're, you're good. What were you gonna say? You hear me. Um, so. Like and just going deeper into this research, like I, I this hell of books I could I could get I could send you, um, yeah, basically. Send,
5: send Mark all the books, dude. Send them
8: more, <laughs> send more books. Yeah,
5: <laughs> I'll take it.
8: Yeah, cool.
4: I've suggestions as well. I'll buy them myself. That's awesome. I love it, dude. I'm so not. Gonna people use have sent down books. Here, so people That's have me. sent books. If you want the PO box, I'll send it. But yeah. There's
8: there's this book. Uh, I don't think I've heard you mention it before, but I think you should read it. Uh, it's called Ancient Mystic Oriental Masonry. I have um, it. You say you have it?
4: No, I haven't heard of that. That sounds oh, really no. interesting. So,
8: Ancient Oriental
4: ancient
8: My- Masonry? Yeah, Ancient Mystic Oriental Masonry. Okay. Amon. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, page 25 they talk about some indigenous people who are uh, to be considered Negroes, but who are from America, but I, I got so many sources and pictures and shit, like my family, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, all right, I'm, a, I'm a, let me start off like very simply. Uh-huh. So they, so people like Ross Ben or a lot of scholars will say, Hey, before Columbus Africans traveled to the new world, but I think it's way, way deeper than that. It's not just, hey, Africans travel to the new world. If you read the Bible, right, uh, it tells you about how the sons of Ham went to the land of Shem. Shem was supposed to inhabit the middle of the earth. You see what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of people consider the lands of Shem to be America, North and South America, including Canada. Um, they, the, a lot of people consider the sons of Ham to be from uh Eastern Africa, Central Africa, Northern Africa that area, North North Central Eastern Africa, like that, the whole right top side, you know what I'm saying? And basically they came over here when they weren't supposed to. This is way longer than 10,000 years ago. And they got kicked out and went back. And when they got, when they went back, they established places like Morocco and Tunisia and uh, Tripolis. This is just what the Bible says. And I always thought that was interesting because nobody ever brings that up when they talk about people like the like the history of people like we like and i I know it's like all right it's the bible like whatever but like so many people base their entire like we think we think of jews to be a race because of the bible you know like we think of all kinds of people to be like a group because of the bible so it's like why don't we consider these americans
5: wait 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 hold on though i got one for you though i did ask my buddy who's jewish the other day Mm -hmm. about that And he agreed. He was like, "No, we're different." I was like, "What? Say what?" He's like, "Yeah." What's the question? He did say that. I was like, "I can't." You know what I'm saying? He said that. I was like, "Oh, okay." I thought we was all kind of the same, but different. But he said they're
8: different. No, no, absolutely. So basically, (laughs) when I (laughs) was studying the indigenous people of Virginia, or in Florida, or in Connecticut, um, Michigan, California, Texas, you'll see that. A lot of these people have Semitic origins. A lot of these people have Semitic names. A lot of these people have Semitic practices, um, like Jews. Uh, a lot of colonizers refer to these indigenous people as a prayerful people. Um, if you look at pictures, you'll see a similar, like, six-point star imagery. You'll see uh, similar tales, like, or traditions that line up with Bible stories and shit. And it's like, well, why is that? But... The Bible tells us, you know, that they can't like a lot of these tribes are considered to be lost tribes. I'm not saying, oh, it's like the 13th tribe. But these are lost tribes of Israel. But like, why would scholars like colonial scholars come here and then say, hey, these must be lost tribes based off of their customs, mm-hmm. and their customs only, you know?
4: Well, like, there, was- there's a lot of evidence I've come across that fits into what you're saying. I mean, for one, in Connecticut, there's a rock up uh, lake tom or sorry lake waramog mount tom on top of mount tom 300 years ago they found hebrew writing in you know and carved into this rock that's just one down near your way in the carolinas there's a group of people with fair skin uh you know they their hair turns white as they age and they claim to have lived in carolinas for 600 700 years more like they they claim tribal heritage but they look like jewish people what we consider like modern jewish people and that's just the tip of the iceberg i mean there's so many there's so many more examples of like what you're saying um one there's another one that i just sort of slipped my mind but wow gravy this is incredible you give us the gravy, as Chance and, and like Dissident like to say, <laughs> the synchro gravy.
8: <laughs> I have a book for you, actually. Um, another one, if you want to learn about Jews in America, specifically um, during colonialism, because okay. uh, in, in Europe, they sent a lot of quote-unquote undesirable, so it's from Ireland, Scotland, Iceland, Greenland, Finland, Sweden, like all these European countries or European strongholds, like countries that Europe is like owned over. They uh they sent quote unquote undesirables to America. Um, and basically what these quote unquote undesirables were are uh you'll search up a term called black Protestant, um, all of their Muslim populations and all their Jewish populations uh are n- Negro Quakers, you know what I'm saying? They sent them to America and for a while they were free. And then after a while, they got enslaved. Really? You know yeah, absolutely. Wow. Um, even like some of my ancestors, like uh, I got some ancestors that are Hedgecraft Indians, and they're related to Nancy Coke Indians, and all of the Nancy Coke, or Nancy Coke, however you say, it, I forget how you say it. Like it's, it's a weird word, but I think it's Nancy Coke. N-A-N-T-I-C-O-K-E. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're up here in New England. I've seen some some signs, and they'll be like a... Nanticoke River here and there. Or, yeah. yeah. You know. So they were,
8: they was all around, you know, um, this side, this part of the, uh, America. And basically they all got enslaved. Like their main headquarters, like where they were, like their city center, like their tribe center just got ransacked and enslaved. If you search that, if you search that up, uh, Nanticoke slavery, you'll find all the, all like all kinds of information about it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these people, Look like me, and what it was is that. So this is why I was going to get into the masonry is because the concept of duality, the black and the white. Uh, that's basically one of the things that you see in masonry a lot. This checkerboard uh, concept, um, and they label people black or white. It's, I can give you examples from my family. My great grandmother, her sister is white passing. She's a little my great grandma's a little bit darker than her, so my great was my great aunt basically my great great aunt she married a so-called white man and they had babies and their baby comes out fair but their hair is a little thick so he's confused like I, you know what i'm saying and the whole time is because she was scared to go at, to like be known as a colored woman you know what i'm saying and because of that uh like she like it, it was a safety thing you know so she could have just a better life Right. She married a white, uh, so-called white man, and I have a, a bunch of white cousins now. But you know what I'm saying? We don't talk. Oh, Bob Marley too. Like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And the funny part about, like, I think that whole situation is that you know, think about Walter Plecker. All right, so this is something that I like. I think you would really appreciate is learning about Walter Plecker. Walter Plecker was friends with Marcus Garvey, sadly.
5: Ooh, but, here we um, go. Ooh, talk about
8: it, but basically, Walter Plecker he uh he's a huge eugenics guy. Um, good times, like huge eugenics guy, just like uh Bill Gates people, you know. Just like uh, are you
5: are are eugenics to be clear are eugenics people that are trying to actively get rid of certain
7: people yes. or traits?
8: Or tra- yes, yes,
5: tra- both.
8: Yes, absolutely. So, okay, I'll, I'll so- explain it.
5: So, okay, yeah,
8: please, please, please. So basically, Walter Plecker, he uh, and invented a couple of things. Let me open up my notes so I don't get this, this law wrong, because there's these laws in Virginia where he basically got them passed, and they're all eugenic, eugenics-types laws. So basically, there is uh, the Virginian Indian Racial Integrity Act, or the Virginian Racial Integrity Act. If you search this up or anything, any anybody talking about it, or you just read it for yourself, you'll see that, Uh, Walter Plecker basically influenced this law to say certain things and what it says is that hey look if any body that you deem to be visually negro cannot be Indian in the state of Virginia so basically they just took the status away from millions of people immediately just took it away and this is like ended up in slavery that were once free mind you not from Africa not from Jamaica or Cuba or anywhere else from Virginia been here for 10,000 or more years. And these guys come over and it's like, Hey, we're going to reclassify you. And that's, that's definitely eugenics. So basically it went to a lot of these tribes and uh, during censuses, it's like, if you looked white, then, and you said like, Hey, I'm a free white person. They labeled you as that. Uh, the term mulatto, like it, uh, search up in the Black's Law Dictionary, the fourth, the fourth edition, or really any of the first ten editions. A lot of the, the words are the same. Free white person doesn't mean just hey, your skin is white. When black means dead, literally dead. So legally, though, this is a, this is a legal status. So when people put this shit on their census, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know
5: what mortgage means?
8: <laughs> I don't actually, but I should look it up.
5: It
3: means death. You said that that when people yes, put themselves right. down as black, they're literally saying that they're dead. Absolutely.
8: Well, watch like a plecker, watch plecker had a lot magic, to do with that. Right. What you say it again? Like
5: word magic shit.
7: Mm-hmm.
8: Like,
5: it doesn't mean nothing, it has nothing to do with color. Like let's get yeah. past it means yeah. you claim a side, but it, the real problem is they don't teach you the, the, the rules of the game.
8: Yeah, exactly. Right?
5: Because exactly. they're cunts. Well, it, no,
4: it's not just that they don't teach you the rules of the game. They give you a fake set of rules to keep you a victim Fair for enough. generations while they play the rules of the game, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. yeah. Def- definitely, definitely.
4: No, for sure. Yeah,
5: yeah. Um, it's a, it's a rigged fucking thing, man. This whole thing is a fucking shoots and ladders out well, here. But this so, shit is fucked
4: up. so on the on the legal side of things people are actually like hurting themselves by you know on paper identifying a certain way without
8: absolutely if you if you identify as white or black and you're an american person you're like wrongfully led into knowing who you are and where your people came from identify as a
3: toaster as a portuguese (laughs) transsexual toaster
8: well so it's funny that you that you make that joke though because like you know, like all this shit is going on now with the transhumanism shit and like the the law of gender and how it's like goes hand in hand with that. And it's something that you can identify as anything you want. You know what I'm saying? Like this, what what I'm talking about is literally basically the same thing, but it's like a force into a certain way. Like you you see how now it's like, oh, they're like really persuading people. Hey, maybe you should be something else. You know what I'm saying? Rather than Oh, saying, just do what you want. It's just literally the same thing. Yo. Yo, Lil
5: Nas X is like the gay version of Nas. Do you think they're gonna take every rapper and do like a gay version? Oh my! So, so.
8: No, You know what I'm
5: saying? Y'all saying seen Boondocks? <laughs> yeah, the cartoon.
8: Yeah, I know y'all seen uh, Boondocks, Gangstalicious Delicious, you know? That's old, bro. Yeah, but <laughs> it's the it's the same thing, you know. Yeah. the same exact shit uh a lot of these rappers like they go through humiliation rituals you feel me yeah um not not every single one but a lot of them like once you get to a certain level they go through humiliation rituals and people get fucked over look at what happened in b2k or uh any of these groups where people come out it's like oh my manager was abusing me blah 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 blah. like justin bieber was abused you feel me like Lil wayne too yeah Lil wayne absolutely Uh, a lot of people get humiliated and that's a part of it you
4: know i do want to get into that but i don't want to slip past the point you're making about walter plecker i just looked him up yeah. and he turns out to be a pretty bad dude in the sense yeah. that uh, he was fucked up he was an evil man he was a I racist
3: motherfucker he, what do you he, mean? Was like yeah. he was a bad that's dude
4: right. He basically what he did was he erased the records that would have given the original people who lived in Virginia, the first nations people of Virginia, uh, a right that most native tribes have, you know, some sort of legal status or treaty, right? He deleted, he Damn. basically burnt all their documents yeah. because they had made them with the, the King yeah. back when it was a Virginia colony. So he said, Oh, you guys, you know, mm-hmm. you, you made a deal with the enemy. We don't
3: you know. <laughs> <The fuck? laughs>
4: yeah. So they even to this day, yeah, yeah, who live yeah. in Virginia, have issues with that. If they're First Nations uh, legally speaking. Holy
8: yeah. Shit. So like so like my family is indigenous, but I'm considered an African-American. You see what I'm saying? Like wow. we don't come from Africa. We was never from there. I got I got some ancestors from East Africa due to slavery. Like they was slave traders themselves you know uh from Ethiopia Yemen area Sudan area
5: Juan, what are you
3: I'm Puerto
8: Rican but what's that that's yeah, that's,
3: that's blacks with from Africa slaves from the the mainstream Afri- slaves from Africa the yeah. Spaniards and then the and indigenous yeah. people yeah. yeah but what
5: kind is you though which variety is you
3: I'm a mutt I, I don't know I'm yeah, I'm same, brown though. I, I say that I can say the n word. I mean I I, I got a pass right, but I don't <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't nah, know. you
8: indig- you you indigenous is fuck on. What well, like that's that's the, that's dodge the hijack, bro. Like really, a lot of motherfuckers from Puerto Rico, then like mo- y'all only look a certain way because there's more European ancestry. But at the, end of the day, but there's yeah, full
3: people. blacks in Puerto Rico, like black, like well, your yeah, skin tone, and in port. And my my wife's Brazilian, In Brazil there's. Her cousins are black, like black. But there's a
8: difference with Brazil and Puerto Rico and then like a place like Virginia or Florida even. There's a lot less. So if you look like Virginia, like Richmond, Virginia was a port town, right? The second most African slaves came through here than anywhere else in America. There's another place in Texas, I think, that that, that got us beat by a couple hundred thousand. But when you get down to it, only 380 something thousand uh, West African people actually made it to America from the whole time of slavery. How so many? 380 something thousand. Like 300, like, search this up. Like no disrespect, but that I thought the number was like way higher. Exactly, exactly. So, and, but there's a, there's That's a reason for that because uh, they don't, they don't want us to have our land. You see do you see what I'm saying? Just like he was saying how Walter Plecker like literally committed paper genocide, wrote a bunch of people out of history. Because he had this this grudge against the Indians of Virginia because of the the treaties with the fucking Queen or the King. It's fucking uh, wild. Is a, a lot of people do this shit, bro. At least a lot of eugenics uh, type people, and they use uh, so called black people to champion to like to push the narrative. You know, people like Frederick Douglass, people like Marcus Garvey, who say, "Hey, let's go back to Africa." When it was never from Africa. Do you see what I'm saying? So is.
3: Is BLM another one of those psyops? Absolutely. Is that what th- what it's for? Because if you're Absolutely. you're spitting some stuff right now, and they're how you're saying they're propping this this people who are Africa African. It's like you're not even from Africa. Like I have a buddy of mine who's Caribbean and he's right. dark skinned and you, if you call him African American, he gets kind of mad. He's like, "Bro, I'm not. He's I'm not. Jamaican, and I'm you know I'm Caribbean. I'm from Saint yeah. Thomas or something like yeah. that."
8: But he yeah, is- his ancestors are probably maroons. You know what I'm saying? If he's a dark skinned Caribbean man, his ancestors are probably indigenous, and they're probably maroons mm-hmm. or Tainos.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
8: Arabs, Airax, Arabs, Arawaks. But that's the
4: that's the politicizing of biology. That's the boundaries, imaginary boundaries that have been cast by the people who are creating geomantic spells that last generations right and this is a part of it when they came to the new world they had a new atlantis in mind a garden of eden and the people here were you know written out of history because they stood in the way you know they stood in the way uh, of you know this royal right to own property and and we all know how frivolous That is, but we we're talking about masonry. We got our uh, resident mason joining us here, paranoid American Thomas G. Illuminati
0: joining confirmed.
4: in the <laughs> live stream right now. <laughs> he's
0: a paranoid, paranoid
1: American, and he's ranting about conspiracies again.
3: All right, party. time to go home, everybody. We got the, the Freemason. <laughs> oh, in man. Oh, God damn.
1: the
9: the brothers got together recently and said that we're not allowed to talk about that anymore so just just cut it
4: (laughs) all right live stream (laughs) forget you heard that live stream we'll cut this out of the final cut uh do we have our men in black or a memory eraser
3: (laughs) just erase the memory of the we have a minute that is black (laughs) and we have now a minute in black i guess i don't know I mean, it's, it is what it is. So. All right. <laughs> <Yo. laughs> <laughs> Juan's taking a lot of
4: creative license with this live stream. Anyways, we were just talking about some hidden history of America, and now we have the, the paranoid American with us, a fellow Florida man. Welcome to the show. We're here with our, our guest tonight, Gravy. And we figured since this is the first uh, inaugural live stream that we're going to be doing every other Tuesday, we'd bring some friends along uh, halfway through and keep it exciting. So gravy, feel free to stick around as long as you'd like. Uh, we'll All keep right, talking right. about, we'll, we'll keep on the topic we're on. Cause I, I think everybody in the chat and everyone here sitting in on the zoom call, my girlfriend, Tara, who's listening with headphones on over there uh, love what we're getting into. And I think Thomas does as well, or at least he might be interested. Maybe we'll, we'll, get a, a comic book one day about this but anyways uh where were we gravy you uh, your joint don't you let me... me interrupt you i could keep talking if you want some time to roll that up
8: no nah, you good bro we, he was mentioning um he was mentioning uh the masonry aspect of it these like, are you did not want to skip past it
4: mm. well that's the interesting thing because there's a uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's the Prince Hall chapter of Freemasonry, and,
5: mm-hmm. and
4: you know they're centered in the Caribbean. I think, or have
3: some
5: Prince Albert, there. Prince Albert. <laughs>
3: Th- Thomas no. is Prince Albert. <laughs> He's in a can.
4: Okay,
9: that's but, a that's an interesting topic, actually, because uh, yeah, not fair not fair too fair. long ago we we're on a podcast and someone was asking about Freemasonry <laughs> and and racism. And one of the points that, that I had to look up that was kind of shocking is that as of like 2021, 20, I think it was, or at least this year, technically uh, Prince Hall Freemasonry and regular Masonry within the United States are are supposed to be able to commingle, but mm-hmm. like as it rolls out through state by state through each state's Grand Lodge, the last I had looked within Florida Like I would be allowed to go to just any Prince Hall Masonry as long as I got the invite. But if someone that was only in Prince Hall Masonry wanted to go to a regular, you know, quote unquote, regular lodge, they would have to actually get approval from the Grand Lodge in order to do that without it being kind of considered of like this gray area co-masonry so even though that there's supposed to be this like full embrace of prince hall masonry it is so recent that you know the red tape is still kind of getting cut in places uh, which (laughs) is very much like a modern day version of it are we allowed to know that dude (laughs) yeah you can that sounds about it it
8: yeah that sounds like like, and that's
9: not every state by the way i think like there's only maybe (laughs) yeah they're coming after (laughs) us now i think there's only like four or five states that are still waiting for like a full integration between masonry and prince hall Florida just happens to be one of that those final stragglers
3: yo watch paranoid american cut out right now he's uh,
4: yeah (laughs) i'm sorry to cut you off Thomas, but Juan, you cannot play that sound effect when our friend here rolling up a joint. You know what kind of fear you just put in through his whole body? I mean, geez, you scared me. And I'm... Yeah, I'm, I didn't know
8: what the fuck that was.
4: <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, yeah, it's it's a strange situation, Uh and I wonder, you know, if the uh, Knights of the Golden Circle have anything to do with this too? Because I forget which podcast I was on. I think it was Wednesday Ultra, and they came up as a group that had a lot of influence in the Caribbean as well. And I'm like, what are what do they have to do with this whole equation,
5: dude? Think about those islands, like those, are, like it's a little town, dude. And you know how you drive into yeah. every little town that says like uh, Mason at work, and it says like the one, the other one with the Lions Club, and then there's the other. And I would imagine every port is like that, kind of like, right? You pull up, there'd be established business, there'd be established, you know, layers within layers, you know, for example. Yeah, yeah that makes sense.
8: Honestly, dude, uh, that makes perfect sense. I, the the Knights of the Golden Circle, that's what you mentioned, right, Mark? Yes. So I if, if I'm not mistaken... Because I was doing some research on the KKK not too long ago. I'm not mistaken, they had, like, a huge hand in starting the KKK by way of, like, the Dixie Christ in Virginia, like, in, the, like, the Civil War and shit.
4: That's kind of why I brought it up, because Thomas just used the phrase Freemasonry and racism, and yeah. on the show that I was on recently, somebody said the opposite of that. They were like, oh, no, 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 that's all, you know, historical conjecture, and the KKK <laughs> was started by something else, and I had, I had almost been certain that i had read somewhere that Shit. the knights of the golden circle uh basically became the kkk but the knights of the yeah. golden circle were like devoted to stealing away all of this gold to prop up the south in the civil war uh so that eventually the south could fight again and obviously that never happened so they, with all that rage they just ended up resorting to being gang and criminals you know yeah
8: Nah, you're absolutely right. Um they, they were supposed to uh, basically they wanted to make a, a new South. They wanted to expand the South to include Mexico and Jamaica and like Puerto Rico, a couple other islands. They wanted to, they wanted that to like still be uh, the, the slave trade. Because mind you, this like most of these slaves aren't coming from Africa. These are indigenous people and they're being separated by the concept of duality, the black and white. So it's like, if you're an indigenous person, it doesn't matter what tribe, if you could pass for life, like if it's one generation uh, away from being like completely a so-called white man, you were marked off as white on your senses. And if it's like your opposite, you could be like brother and sister and the brother could be marked off as Negro or colored and the sister could be marked off as white. And this is where a lot of confusion comes in. You know what I'm saying? Cause I don't know if you know anything about $5 Indians, but all this, all this is like, like Cointel Pro before.
4: Well, it's almost like, it's almost like on a human scale, selective breeding, like they're politically incentivizing a shade skin to go with a certain shade of skin in order to almost like, um, almost like, you know, maximize those qualities. Right. So you're either really bright white or you're really bright black or you're really bright orange or you're really bright red. You know, like they're they're extremifying it to like create a division where before maybe it was more of a palette where there's not so much of a black and white. It's more of like, well there's eighteen different colors. So who cares about what color you are? You just you're just human. I mean, if, yeah. if you know anything
9: about those like uh, rich white scientists from Europe, they fucking love to categorize shit, bro. That's like <laughs> its, it's <laughs> own thing. Dude.
4: Yeah, it's a whole science right. of classification. <laughs> the Linnaeus, yeah. Carl Linnaeus, he was like the biggest dork ever. He loved writing down little types of plants. I and... mean, th-
9: there's a point to it, but if also like to be in that kind of a mindset where every time you see something, you're like, mm, what bucket do I put this one in? Mm, I yeah. really <laughs> have to think about this one. It's a weird fucking mindset to always be in, you know? You know? Who
3: came up with eugenics? Take a wild fucking guess, Mark. It's one of fucking your favorite. It's one of your favorite people in history no, ever, bro. Well, what did you
9: say came people? up with? Let's hear what what the answer is here. The goddamn, German.
3: Pythagoras was the one of the first people to come <laughs> that's up with your eugenics. favorite person, dude. Come on, listen, dude. listen. That's with why Aristotle, Plato. Dude. That's why Plato wrote about it. That's no, and Aristotle too. Though. All these guys were jumping off each other. That's why Plato wrote about it in, in the Republic where he, huh. they wanted to segregate oh. certain groups of people, only certain people could breed with each other to keep this line, again, yeah. back... And that's what these... I don't know if you ever tried to date a Greek girl, but uh, her yeah. brothers are usually
4: the first ones to stop that. So, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I
3: can't relate. I'm sorry, sir. But, <laughs> but, yeah, Pythagoras was one of the first to come up with this idea of selective breeding. And then from there, he's one of the fathers of Western philosophy that trickled down and we were actually in competition. Germany was actually in competition with us with eugenics because yeah. they were trying to beat us in, in, in 1912, 1919, all these yeah. years, they were sterilizing.
9: Not just competition, bro. It was like hip hop, right? Like America came up with it, showed the world how to do it. And now Germany is still 10 years behind. Like, Oh, we really want to be good at that. How did you guys get so good at that, you know?
3: <laughs> well, because it, it it's always been inverted. It's always been like, oh, no, they were the first ones to do this horrible stuff and World War II yeah. and stuff. And when you actually start to read about it and learn about it, you go, wait a minute. We were doing it before that. We were innovating before them with that type of stuff. And well, if you, if you look think into about it,
9: it if, if uh, Germany hadn't gone, you know, to the extent that they did there's a good chance that eugenics could still be like a, a common, you know, non taboo topic. It's just that, right. you know, one guy took that shit so far that everyone's like, I don't even want to see anything related to eugenics anymore.
8: That's why they hide now. You know what I'm saying? That's why That's why they like they, they hide now. they still into it. Everybody's into it. All the richest motherfuckers, they love you. He's going to change the name around a
9: little bit. Now it's called like designer babies. Right? Yeah, now yeah, exactly.
8: Transhumanism. Trans- bro. Transhumanism,
4: exactly. Yeah. I was just talking to a person who had a sort of a, a positive spin on transhumanism. They're like, <laughs> oh, well, it, it can help people with disabilities and... <laughs> Wouldn't you want to have superpowers too? And the whole time I was just thinking, like, you know, in all respect to this guest, they were fabulous, but uh, uh, the rich people are going to use that against everybody else. It's classism, it always goes back to classism. Everything we're talking about is classism, and they use racism to hide the fact that it's classism, at least in the last hundred or so years.
5: Dude, think about this one side is racism, the other side is just a fetish.
4: dropping bombs over here <laughs> so, you're, so you're saying maybe in 100 or 200 years people's fetishes will be like public information and it'll well now, right now That's it's in style to be like
5: <laughs> right now it's in style to be like dude I'll you know I'm into like whatever but like yeah you're into whatever but the through line it's fat bitches you know what I mean or whatever <laughs> you think <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean whatever you <laughs> grave digger, you me. <guys> <laughs> <laughs> No, I do. <laughs> Chris,
4: uh, Chris, make a point, please. Don't that just that is the
5: point. That. Think about it. Man. Think about it. My shit oh, yeah. is real, dude. Yeah.
4: Okay. Well, I think me and the chat are lost, but uh, everyone else seems to understand. What's going on here.
3: Why do we have Chris on the show, bro? Like he he comes up with these crazy obscure ideas out of nowhere. He's, like, digging somewhere out of one the side, cosmos. One, bro.
5: one side is, like, love and openness. Like, wow, like, I'm down with whatever. Like, people of all different races should be able to co-mingle and yada, 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 right? Yeah. And the other is just, like, I just want to fuck feet. I don't <laughs> care. Like, just whatever. You know what I mean? Give me feet on the feet. You know what I mean?
4: Oh, my gosh. Well, this is a great, this is a great time to bring uh, another person into this live stream uh we got shane newsome uh the host of uh i knew some but i didn't know at all podcast he's also a very talented musician we're just bringing all the peoples together right now we're talking about all kinds of stuff chris kind of threw a monkey wrench and i how dare don't-
5: you first of all how <laughs> dare you son of a bitch grave digger got my back he goes the well, homunculusologist knows what I'm talking about. I was just
4: about, about to say, you threw a monkey wrench at me, and now I don't know where you were. And now I want to introduce Shane. Shane knows everybody. Hello, everybody. Up, knows Shane, uh, And now we got six. I don't know anybody here. In the first Illuminati confirmed <laughs> live stream ever. But let's get back on topic. Shane, jump in whenever you feel like you have something to say.
9: Fuck yeah.
3: Me and Shane have actually done an episode together, but he doesn't remember me, but that's how stoned he was that day, bro.
1: Oh, no, dude.
5: Yeah, dude, I remember. (laughs) I'm sorry, man.
3: I didn't realize it was you. You didn't have all the crazy lights and hats and shit, dude. (laughs) I think I might have been in Miami for that episode, but yeah, we've podcasted before together. Hell yeah, brother. Well, we're live, and
4: I just, you know, I should explain to the two people that just jumped in randomly. This is Illuminati confirmed live. You never know what could happen next. We could have an even crazier guest than this lunatic that just joined in who's smoking a bowl on YouTube live. Uh, so who knows? We could, we could film tobacco, with nine bro. people. I'm just like an orchestrator here. I'm like, all right, we're going to start with gravy. We're going to put some Thomas in there and then we're going to finish it off with Shane Newsom. Who knows where this conversation can go now? But we're here. So let's let's stay on topic because where we were was very interesting. Gravy, do you remember the time we
8: were? Um I don't remember exactly where we were. We were talking <laughs> about misery, but I I I got i I thought about something while we was yep, like hit in me. between. Let's hear so, it. So so uh do you know like uh in the Bible, like in uh, 1 uh First Kings and Second Kings it talks about uh the the hebrews the israelites uh, establishing israel and judah um oh. and how the phoenician empire like helped them like become like a non-nomadic people and just like chill in that in that area and like develop the civilization and shit because mm-hmm. they were just a warring traveling people they didn't have any building skills right and uh i so, like, I have a theory about this because remember you know, I was mentioning earlier about how a lot of indigenous people on the East Coast have these uh, Semitic origins. Um, I think that because all right, so you know, like Joseph Smith and fucking how he thinks like Utah is like the holy land and shit.
6: But right, he really just ended up getting.
8: Word. He really. <laughs> he really just ended up getting kicked out to there, you know, mm. but. He was exiled but, yeah exactly but if you like if you really look into it though like utah is a crazy place to pick because utah and judah are, are etymology etymologically the same mm. you know what i'm saying uh u- utah is like jays didn't exist if you dig what i'm saying mm. so like Uda, you know what i'm saying u- utah is the same it's the same shit you that's it and it comes from the u indians but that even even Saying that, all right, this word comes from these U Indians, these are Aboriginals with this Semitic language. You know, if you look at the uh the relationship between Algonquin and Hebrew is super similar. Uh and any Algonquin derivative language is super similar to these Semitic languages like Aramaic, Hebrew, Amharic, Arabic, you know what I'm saying? They similar names, similar customs and beliefs, but they when the colon the colon colonizers got here they considered the people savages and pagans so i, I think i think that's a part of like a hijack as well like some co pro bullshit like i'm, I'm gonna use a co pro as like a term though because like this is before it existed obviously but i'm saying like just some bullshit in that in that vein um like hey these guys are literally related to these other guys let's like stop that connection Mm. you know what i'm saying right Uh, right. let's make let's make these people think something completely different so then we can use the shit that they're using for our benefit you see just like what one talks about with the old buildings and shit in florida and like how like it's like half built on one side and another you know what i'm saying or uh shit that you talk about with just the geomancy and uh, certain people moving into places to be there to to have that energy and keeping the names of certain places. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the names don't change, but the concepts and the people change. Right. Well, I mean, you could
4: find it anywhere here in New England, and I'm sure across the United States, places like Salem and uh, you know Bethlehem and other yeah. biblical references, and they sort of play that name game and repeat things. But I've often wondered if there isn't some kind of consciousness uh, that's like, in the landscape itself that makes a person decide to name it that right because if we're going to just go along with what history tells us okay some joe schmo decided okay this is going to be salem massachusetts right but i mean when you look at what's happened since in salem clearly that particular salem has some weird energy right i mean everybody knows (laughs) what salem massachusetts is associated with. if i said salem new hampshire you would be like hmm i don't i could you know give me the something. fuck is or, that? Yeah, what, what what are they known for? And I'll tell you not much other than maybe UFOs and, and bears going through your trash. And but, dudes
3: uh, who like to fuck feet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Well hey, where? Yeah. where are we going? <laughs> Shout out
4: to Juan's podcast, uh, the one-on-one podcast. That's where you can find more of his uh, fetish talk. But uh,
5: Hey, you yeah. son of a bitch, you get fuck <laughs> for <of> that shit. <laughs>
4: I was making a point, but somebody helped me out. I played a metal show in a sushi bar in Salem. In Salem, Mass? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> dude, we
5: did a field trip there when we were little kids, dude, from Connecticut. We They took the whole third grade there to Salem Village. Oh, yeah. I went, too. Yeah. yeah Wait, they, did y'all
4: learn
8: about the fucking the witch which, trials? Yeah, like, they took yeah, us into a, a mock
4: trial. Yeah, they gave they gave us like the mock trial, and there was some woman that Pretended to be a witch, you know, she's yeah. acting like they were a-
5: all in like time period garb, you like make yeah. samples and shit. It's like yeah, we went so- to
3: this mock mock up ritual and they sacrificed us to Moloch and they <laughs> had the everything and they had the effigy.
9: <laughs> it's like going to the Holy Land experience. When yeah, that's. Or- I'm I'm curious. Is there like a consensus on the actual truth of what happened to Salem? Because my interpretation well, is that I
4: love that you asked because we <laughs> were just touching on this before with what Gravy was saying about you know the actual heritage and ancestry of some of the Native people because Tichaba Right. Yeah, tichaba yeah, is, is like the most famous Tichuba. witch? And and what's interesting about Tichuba, her husband she, right? Her, her husband was also there. Okay, I didn't know that part. But what I know is is Tichaba is not like a, a typical witch. Right. A lot of witches were like, you know, a, a virgin or maiden, an unmarried woman. Uh, or even more like a widow, this woman was uh, I think she was like somebody's slave or somebody's housekeeper. And she came from the Caribbean. Right. So whether she was free or not, she was not like your typical witch. A lot of the witches that were hung were like typically young women or, you know, elderly women. But it was a lot of the times the witches were it was just social power like somebody wanted social power over another person so they would make up a story that this person was a witch and but with tituba she was actually doing some hoodoo magic potentially and and that's what started it
9: i I heard some some interesting on like a quick tangent on that the whole like accusing other people of being witches i can't remember the source of this it was so fascinating that there was an incentive that before there was sort of like a welfare system in the colonies um and also in europe that when you saw like that old lady across the street just like in constant agony and pain and just like always needing help with stuff there was like this incentive for the community kind of just like accuse them of being a witch so that the community would take like <laughs> the old people and like the you know like uh the, the, what they consider like leeches on the town it's like i hate that bitch them nah. witches, get <laughs> the And as soon as they started implementing some kind of rudimentary (laughs) welfare systems, a lot of that stopped along with the decree from like the the papacy, but (laughs) along like that welfare system, all of a sudden like removed a little bit of the burden of the neighbors that had to like live with the aging well and that
4: and that's that's the that's like the trick of the state it's like yeah we'll we'll remove your temporary problems and create a permanent problem like here's the here's the permanent problem being stuck on welfare and being economically trapped for your whole life i mean i I wouldn't i don't think anyone would argue that welfare is ultimately a good thing it's probably good in certain cases but yeah, maybe it saved. People, uh, yeah, I'm not advocating for welfare. Witch. It was just,
9: it was an interesting like uh, dynamic. Yeah, no, it, I hear. It, like a, it provides an incentive for you to call someone else a witch, not just you want to get above them in society, but like get this right. old lady out of here.
4: Mm, right, right. It's like fucking Monty he's Python. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he's not even dead. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, give him what what the
5: horse nose. You know, you guys didn't know what we're talking about the Monty Python skit and all that
4: monty python holy
8: irrelevant. Grail, bro i was i saw that like one time when i was a kid Uh oh, the fucking uh Jeez. it's like a, it's like an 80s movie right yeah oh, yeah, yeah yeah. british it's humor a, yeah, it's yeah
4: it's yeah. irrelevant to the conversation chris just wants to seem cool by Wait, no no, old no no guy no. Reference. I brought it up dude <laughs> I, I brought back. it up i'm the youngest one here well all right well <laughs>
5: they're accusing her of being a witch dude what yeah, are you man, talking about yeah. Smart. Relevant. You silly fucking goose, dude. You need to listen, buddy. Yo, somebody Sir, in the chat said Monty Python first sucks. Of all, what was going on here? They had ergot fungus. It's really fucking stupid movie. Shit.
4: Oh, he just said something smart. Okay, no, enough with the movie yeah, references.
5: Yeah, 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 wait. Yeah, what are you saying? What is it? Thomas.
4: Thomas asked about this, and Chris just gave another explanation. We should we should highlight that because Chris is smart. I don't like the movie references generally, but. <laughs> the ergot, the ergot, um, apparently that's a theory that oh, in Massachusetts there was ergot and it was going spoiling the bread and and everybody was hallucinating, and that's why there was this witch crisis. Yeah, hmm. yeah I don't know, not, I really that heard that early,
9: early CIA operation, yeah, that's pre pre OSS.
4: <laughs> sounds fishy to
5: me. as the Mason. Yeah, I think I some have little. you
3: noticed that whenever we come up with a conspiracy, Thomas always has this weird, almost like sympathetic <laughs> as point of view to whatever is happening. Like MK Ultra, you know, they did this horrible stuff to people. He's like, But did it help advance science? In what sort of way did we now we're able to you know what I mean? He it's kinda sus. Bro. Do you like
9: VR know. or not, Juan? I mean, you gotta give up something to get something, right? It's Just fun. like any magical formula. It's fine.
4: That's so not sorry. the microphone blocking the green screen. That's the green screen absorbing Thomas
3: <laughs> and pulling him into the matrix. Caressing him. He's just like being caressed yeah. by the green screen.
5: <laughs> I mean, my background's real. Dude, the green oh, screen is at the lock. Everybody's watching, like taking notes. What kill like, next, Mark?
1: All
4: right. Well, yeah. Thank you. That's, that's how I feel. This show has become Kill Tony. It's become Kill Mark. Uh, everyone's trying to make jokes. Let's get back and I started it. I'll take the blame. Let's get back to the topic though, because I feel like we are somewhere we have a mason with us. Uh, who wh- throwing who people to, in the water and pulling them up and seeing if they're still alive then they're witch, mm, yeah. <laughs> well, no, not there. I wasn't talking about before you got we We're I'm on, from... okay. What, no, well, and before
9: I time. got here, you said that you were on a cool, um, sort of conversation about like unknown parts of america or something and i had just kind yeah. of like kicked right in the history. middle of that yeah, no, you, you,
4: you picked up on that we've been okay. we, we're still talking about that we're really we're talking more about like the hidden history of america throughout this whole show i love well, it i
9: got a i got a vein that kind of riffs on top of salem and continues from Because i had been working <clears throat> on one of those little chick-chack pamphlets the one that i really been wanting to work on for a while is about the satanic panic and it traces specifically the american satanic panic and it really did kind of start with Salem was like the the big one everyone knows about, but really kind of predates that by maybe a century or so, because a lot of the people coming over, they kind of like everywhere they saw it was, you know, demons and magic. So the second they get off the boat and they see someone they're just like a little bit different, you know, wearing like red shoes instead of brown shoes, it's like they're doing witchcraft that's the devil like it was to that level of you know because these are Puritans that like literally left their country into the unknown yeah. just to get away from someone that didn't meet like that's, every little checkmark right? and that's
4: still in the fabric of like New England and even East Coast of like uh, like you know oh the sense of humor is like oh this person's this like now the cancel culture is so sensitive about this kind of stuff but that's like ingrained in this melting pot kind of area oh, and
9: that's where yeah. take panic panic, kind of comes from too right and like salem being like the first big one that's on record but there were so many that came after that and i think the last documented witch trial was like in the mid to late 1700s so it wasn't even that long ago the guy got let off but he actually like went to court and had to plead his case that he wasn't a warlock
8: (laughs) That's actually crazy uh there's Uh, A couple of things like about magic that I was like studying, because I remember that book I was trying to mention earlier to you, Mark, about Mm -hmm. uh, just uh, early Jews Jews, in in America. So the book is called Jews and Muslims in British colonial America. You could just Google that shit. Um, And basically it talks about the undesirables that I was talking about that got kicked out of their whatever home country ended up in America and a lot of Puritans, because mind you, some of these people are Puritans, uh, so-called black people. And then uh, some other Puritans followed, you know what I'm saying? Um, just because there's already that culture here. Um, and they got along with a lot of Indians for a good hundred years until this duality idea came. You know what I'm saying? But they were, they were like, the culture was like pervasive in the community. That's why Jamestown is the way it is and New England is the way it is you know what i'm saying like uh everybody was cool at first and that's why a lot of people are even still christian to this day or it's like evangelical or baptist or whatever the fuck like it's just it, it's kind of like second nature people don't even know why they fucking go to church or why their grandma took them to the church or whatever the fuck whatever race you are you know um and then like a lot of latin people got became catholic forcefully but um that also lines up with their indigenous beliefs the Catholicism. That's why like the voodoo is just a mixture of the Catholicism with the indigenous beliefs. But all they did was align their patron saints from Catholicism with the gods from whatever they believed with mm. the practices like the prayerful ways and like the ritual aspects are super similar because the cultures are all Semitic.
4: Mm. Now academia tells us that's because, well, if they didn't hide them within the sainthood archetype, then they would lose that tradition. But you're saying it's more of like a positive syncretism because both were true and now it's the best of both. Is that kind of what you're saying?
8: Absolutely. That's why that's why the voodoo works so well. That's what I think. Mm, Wow. Because because like think about it, right? Like if 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 they were hiding and because I like think about the Khazars. You know, they they hit their pagan practices within the Judaism, but you'd see these these this small sect of Jews be like have this powerful money magic. Why does it work so well? Be, you know what I'm saying? It's because they, Absolutely. I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't say they hit it, you know what I'm saying? Because they, they, they definitely had to. Well, here's Just, the
4: thing. Here's the thing. You have a larger energy body that you're working with if you're practicing within a group of people like Catholicism, as opposed to maybe like a unknown religion, right? Because the, yeah. the, an unknown religion is working off of that energy that them and their immediate following can muster up, right? 10, yeah. 15 people. Lynn McTaggart says you only need eight people, right? But imagine the power that you could have doing energy magic, working within something like the Catholic church, because you're tapping into the consciousness of millions and millions of people. I mean, Buddhism, Islam, Christianity, they're all working this sort of egregore. Each of them have their own egregore and the larger the egregore, the more, you know, the more weight you play on the field, you know, the more things you can do, the, the, who knows? I mean, maybe I'm. I mean, just... I gotta say, I uh, my mom had stage four melanoma cancer, and
5: like, pretty much everyone was like, "Yeah, you're gonna die," and uh, I mean, they prayed for her at my Catholic church. I don't I mean I don't attend anymore, but um, I mean, I can't say it didn't help, you know.
8: Mm. Yeah, I've, I've seen people be healed, uh, like in real time by laying on of hands, and I always thought that was crazy as fuck. Yeah,
9: man. it's
8: like you know, like it's like because like because sometimes you see this shit on fake, like it's fake with the TV evangelists and shit. And most mm-hmm. like just get up and start running. Like this person who wasn't blind is obviously an actor, and now they're not blind anymore. But like as a kid, I used to go to these uh, these really like super small churches, like super religious churches. I I'm, I grew up in Petersburg, Virginia. I don't know if you know where that is, but yeah, it's like a really really small town, country ass place. Um, a lot of indigenous people and the church, like people are just super, like super, super superstitious, you know, and I can't say I've seen it a lot in my life, but as a child, I definitely see people being healed by laying on of hands. I always thought that was crazy as fuck. Mm. Um, Has
9: anyone here been to, to multiple <clears throat> different Christian denominational churches before? Yeah, yeah.
8: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All kinds. Uh-huh. I was a part of a cult, uh, the International Church of Christ i don't know if anybody's heard of that shit no. what, what
9: uh, yeah let's, what's the cool let's about the, cult. <laughs> wow,
8: the icc <clears throat> you're but on listen, the ic right now so that's
9: let's, let's say you're trying to sell it right you're in the cult now and you're trying to get me to join like no like, no no, like, no, like no what are what are the pros man let me let me hear what like the biggest pros uh
8: were. i wouldn't say there were any pros to me well actually i lied let me let me, let me take that back and think you got to get college. sold on it somehow right well, I, basically, it, it presents itself as a normal church. And that's why it gets people, you know what i I think that's why it, people. it presents itself as a normal church. But these people, like, have this sense of community that normal churches don't usually have. And so, like, it draws people who don't know, like, all the details. And it's like, oh, damn, like, these people are actually together. These like, people are actually following the Bible. So it's like, I want to be a part. Like, looking for a church to join. It's like that it seems like the kind of church you want to join. But once you get in the church, notice that they're, they're on some shit you know uh one of the big things is that uh well everybody's called a disciple and and you can't be a part of church unless you're a disciple uh, of jesus specifically uh, obviously but basically like by doing that you have to study these 12 lessons that they came up with specifically um to to be baptized in their church they believe that their church is the one true church of the world, just like how Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses do, and that uh, everybody else is wrong, and that you have to go through these things and follow the Bible exactly in order to be uh, saved and go to heaven. Like you can't just say it. And so that comes with a lot of weird practices. Like uh, by the time you get to the study called the Confession Study, basically they make, you tell, they, they, they make you tell them every sin that you've ever committed fucking
5: um, blackmail it sounds pretty
8: yeah, catholic yeah yeah not super catholic but i mean basically... we're just talking
9: about like the og intelligence agencies right like tell me all your yeah. secrets go share it up the chain <laughs> yeah,
8: yeah.
5: yeah would what, you wait, hey what'd you do this week uh <laughs> ten, 10 hail mary's yo write that shit down son
8: yeah wait but it's, it's fucked up though because uh it doesn't really matter what age. So basically, after the age of knowing, like the Bible talks about, there's an age of knowing like where you like, just know right from wrong, like that youthful innocence is gone. And basically, they, they believe that age is around 12, 13 years old. And so basically, they make you study the Bible in this very specific way to be baptized in a very specific way. And they pick people who are part of the church who they think will be like you. You know what I'm saying? It's like some weird narcissistic shit. Like where they pick like a person who they think is similar to you to, to, to be like your elder to study with. So then like you get into the church and shit. And then basically, like, you know what I'm saying? You have this idea that the church is just like this, but then you start to be other people. And you mm-hmm. can't date outside of the church. You can't talk to your family members outside of the church. You like there's all kinds of shit that you have to do like everything is done inside the church there's no relationships outside of church this is very heavy like uh, people's
9: temple vibes or like oneida uh community vibes where like you get married and like i guess uh you're describing almost like a mentorship but like in the people's temple and oneida and some of the other ones it would just be like i like if that guy and that girl made kids like y'all are married now go and reproduce and like you don't have a say in it because the pastor decided that that's what's going to happen did
8: they do something like- very similar to that.
5: How long did it take you to figure out it was fucked up? Like 10, 15 minutes or what? Like
8: mm, No, so I was a kid when I joined. Basically, my mom and my dad split it was like seven, oh, six boy. or seven, something like that. My, my dad moved to Virginia Beach, so I would go down to Virginia Beach every other weekend. And he joined the church. So every time I go down there, like spring break, weekends and shit, I'm at this church. And basically, it, like, I got, I did get baptized when I was, like, 14 or something. And basically, it got to a point where it was, like, hey, like, you're a little older now. You're getting baptized and shit. Like, you got to go to the church in Richmond, like, when you go back home. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to go link with the brothers out there. Like, you, you can't have, like, the same friends and shit that you had. And it was just really weird. But I figured it out because I had a little brother who was born with cerebral palsy. And he was supposed to die when he was, like, four. But he lived to be, like, 13. And when he, he died when I was, like, 16. And uh, basically, when he died, he told my stepmom that um, he didn't go to heaven because he was never baptized. And that shit made me look at shit, like, completely differently. Like, it caused my mom and my dad to break up, or my stepmom and my dad to, to like get that divorced
5: and shit. whoever said
8: that. That's some well, stuff, man. But you, but you got, like... This is their belief. Like this is heavy. Like just like you said. Like they all believe this shit. So even the person, just like you said, fuck that evil Clint. Is not just that person. Like they all believe it. Mm. Um, they, it, doesn't all right. it doesn't mean that it's no, right.
5: It doesn't mean that it's I don't.
8: I don't think it's right at right. all.
5: Shit like that. You know what I mean? It means that they're dickheads that have been fucking tricked <clears> by some other dickhead. No offense. I mean, yeah. Right. Mean, I mean. No, you're right. I, mean.
8: though. I don't. I don't be with that shit.
4: Yeah, and we're we're not ending just yet, but we are going to go over to our Patreon and continue this conversation. So, folks who want to hear the end of this conversation, where we get into this story a little bit more, sign up on the one-on-one Patreon. Sign up on the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy Patreon, and maybe sign up on the Chris Procer Patreon if he makes one one day. Holy who knows. Fans. But uh, for everybody on YouTube, thank you for tuning in with us. We love you. Uh, There will be a new episode of Esoteric America. It's already playing right now. So go watch that or sign up on the Patreon and hear the rest of this conversation. Peace.
1: Backpack, always oh, sipping something or twisting a fat sack towel. i putting on to smuggling that contraband. Watching bondage videos that are optimum in Pakistan. Backpack. trying to
7: MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport